that means. Oh, it's that sound again. It's A to Z. And the weather didn't stop us this time. That's right. Honestly, I felt kind of bad for like canceling the recording last week because oh, really, really it turned out to be nothing. Yeah, it kind of was just like a little dusting. But it's like every, everything I heard, it was like fucking lock your kids in a basement. It's the it's the fucking apocalypse. It's like the day after tomorrow. You gotta hide in a fucking shipping container. I think that's what happened. Maybe I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then it kind of turned out to be nothing. It was sort of like the Friday of the week before that, mm-hmm. where I left early that day. We all left early that day, but I was one of the last people to leave at work anyway. And it was like. Saying like, oh, I, the fucking freezing rain's coming. Everything's gonna be on a fucking ice rink. You gotta get home as soon as you can. So I, I left at one, and then there was no ice on the roads whatsoever. Wow. Like I think some of my windows iced up on my porch. That was about it. <laughs> but yeah, now we're back, and you can't stop us. You know what it is? It's a very special episode of A to Z. That is true. It's a. This is a big day today. This is the fiftieth episode in probably a hundred and ten weeks. We were yes. <laughs> finally getting it. In there. <laughs> Slowly but surely getting there. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, this is our 50th episode. This is the uh, A to Z podcast. Yeah. I assume you guys, I mean, we're 50 episodes in. You must know who we are. But just in case you don't. Yeah, maybe this will be a whole new listener group. Oh, I hope so. Maybe we can make some fucking money. Well, yeah, if you guys don't know who we are, this is, uh, like I said, the A to Z podcast. The A is sitting right across from me at this table. His name is Andrew. He is America's sweetheart. That's right. love him very much. Who doesn't? And I am the Z. I am America's failed comedian, and uh, my name is Zach, and we're having a good time. Just a couple friends talking about topics. Yeah, just hanging out, talking pop culture and horse shit, and whatever happens to fall into our drunken minds as we sit in front of these mics. That's right. Because if there's one thing I'm good at, it's filling dead air. Oh, God, do I know it. That's that's all I know. Yeah, and it's a perfect compliment to me, who likes to let it, you know, sit and linger. No, you totally talk all the time. You go, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is also a very special episode because this is probably the most sober I've ever been for the start of an episode. Oh, yeah? I've only had three beers. Wow. Really, I guess I'm halfway through this tall boy, so mm-hmm. it's like four beers now at this point. All right. But, uh, yeah, I'm like four beers in. Yeah, that, I'm usually, that's like a drop in the bucket. I'm usually seven or eight beers in when the, when the podcast starts, mm. and then I have about three or four during the podcast, so... Because I don't start feeling a buzz until about seven beers in. Yeah. Probably because I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I just like to say it's because I'm Irish, which I'm not even that Irish, but what do you do? <laughs> I'm like a quarter Irish or something like that. I don't know, 100%. I know I'm just such a mongrel mm-hmm. when it comes to that, like, you know, lineage thing. I mean, Melcher itself, is that is that an Irish name? That's German. Okay. I can say it sounded pretty... No, it's German. The Irish uh, comes from my... Uh, grandmother on my mother's side okay her maiden name's austin which is a mm, yeah, fairly that, uh that makes more sense. irish name mm-hmm. and then uh on my dad's side you know his melcher obviously was the grandfather's name and then the mm. grandmother's maiden name on that it was uh olmstead oh which is like uh polish slash nordic kind of like countries if you trace us back far enough you find a lot of uh viking shit going on which okay. is kind of why i have a beard like this and stuff mm. So you know, and, and also the proclivity to drinking that could come. That, from that also too. does it, yeah. and the and the rage that yeah. I feel at things that shouldn't make me angry. Yeah, you get a lot of that, but that also means there's a lot of sailors in my family on both sides. Mm. And the thing about having sailors in your family is sailors fuck anything. Mm. So I'm like one sixteenth sheep. Okay. And <laughs> there's also that's appara- why you're so soft. Apparently, there's a thing. That's why my hair is so soft. Mm-hmm. There's a th- uh, 
we didn't know this until a couple years ago, but my aunt Karen tracked this down. There's a bunch of Melcher shit up in uh, Canada. Really? So like yeah, the first Melchers to come over here settled in Canada, like in the middle of like Canada in the uh, fucking the snowy the tundra. northern waste. Yeah, like yeah. the fucking northern waste. They were uh, they were fur trappers. So the Melchers have been hunting beef for like 120 years now, and that is just that's beautiful because I'm keeping that alive. I'm always hunting beef. The eternal chase. Beaver. Mm. A little bit of fur. A little. That's fur also why you're burger. angry. Angry beavers. That's... Oh, I love that show. That's such a good show. <laughs> Oh, and that's a 90s joke, too. And we have a yeah. 90s party this weekend. Was that 90s? Wasn't it? Or was it early 2000s? It might be like... It might have been both. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like right probably in the late, middle. late 90s. And then, yeah, early. It's that gray area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we have a uh, very loaded weekend coming up here. We sure do. And that's exactly what you're going to be this weekend. <laughs> Fucking right. I very am. loaded. We. Uh, this will all have happened by the time you guys are listening to this. I doubt it. I'm going to edit this quick. No, I mean, that's a possibility. It's not. Yeah, we'll start. Don't, don't humor me. We'll start. I mean, you literally also have a pretty full weekend, mm-hmm. so I don't know when you're going to fucking do it. You're doing all the shit that I'm going to, as far as I know. Yeah, I think so. Are you not going to the Super Bowl party? I might. Okay. Not totally sure on that one yet. That's fair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've got a very full weekend coming up. We have tomorrow, which would be Friday the 31st. We are going to be watching Rough and Rowdy again, live from Miami. Which oh, is really? A, yeah. Oh. Which is a no headgears state so we get to see some real idiots knock each other out and that's my favorite thing about rough and rowdy (laughs) rough and rowdy for uh the uninitiated is an amateur boxing competition that happens you know once or twice a year maybe more than that uh co-sponsored by barstool sports who uh, i am a big fan of i believe you are somewhat of a fan of barstool you don't really I mean, I just hear about it from you yeah, guys. Yeah, you just hear about it through me. So, so yeah. you're not a full-on stoolie. But, but I'm I am. aware of it. So. But I am a stoolie. And uh, Saturdays are for the boys, obviously, as we all know. The Cowboys? No, just for the boys. Oh, okay. Have, have you never seen those flags and shit? The Saturdays oh. are for the boys and it's the Barstool logo on it and stuff? I don't think so, no. Okay, well, don't worry about it. Okay. But yeah, Friday we've got the rough and rowdy thing. It's this great amateur boxing competition that happens where basically a bunch of what you really get is a bunch of like drunks and white trash and rednecks and stuff mm-hmm. who fight each other, but they give them like the full ring. There's a whole stadium full of guys. Everyone's fucking drunk and they just get to box each other. And these guys have no training whatsoever. They have, so it's just a bunch of dudes just throwing haymakers oh, at yeah. each other with no defense. Yep. It's the most fun thing to watch. They're always gassed like 38 seconds. Into oh it. yeah. No, they can never do the, the full and they only do like two minute rounds and they're still fucking gas. <laughs> Yeah, so just no defense, full haymakers the whole fucking time. It's just a lot of fun to watch. It's just really entertaining. Because they'll even do, like, pump-up, you know, promo videos and shit on their Instagrams and stuff like that. You get to watch these dudes, like... Yeah, stand out in front of a Walgreens and turn yeah, on people. Yeah. <laughs> in front of a Walgreens, they got meth teeth and the fucking shirt that doesn't fit. They're like, yo, man, you come in my fucking spot, you see what happens. I'm going to drop his ass one, two, three all fucking day. And then it never happens that way, but it's a lot of fun to watch. And they also do they they do the ring girl competitions, which is uh, surprisingly what most of the girls that watch the uh, the rough and rowdy with us are more into. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I I blame it mostly on Emma and her gay agenda. She's very much a facilitator <laughs> of this. Yeah, Emma makes uh, numbered cards for all the ring girls, and then 
it usually is just the girls. The guys don't really vote because they're all just like, fuck yeah, look at them titties. Look at that ass. That's what's up because we're yeah. all drunk at that point. Anyway, yeah. we, don't, we don't care. As soon as we see the next one, we immediately forget about the one before that. <laughs> exactly. So the girls uh, stack the numbers and they vote on who the best ring girl was. Mm. And that is the most fun to watch is all of our lady friends arguing over who's better. It gets pretty heated. And who's better. It's my favorite thing to watch. So far, we have yet to see anything top the first time that we had a rough and rowdy party. Yeah, see, I missed that one. That one was an amazing moment in history where the girl, she clearly was nervous about doing it, so she got drunk, which is fine. That happens. But she got a little too drunk, and uh, her stiletto heels punctured a hole in the canvas at one point. She almost fell over. She was trying to flirt with the old referee who was trying to get her off of the fucking mat so we could do, do the fight. And she was, like, bouncing on the ropes and trying to twerk on those. And at one point, lost a part of her weave. Uh. And it was on the canvas. It is still, to this day, probably the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, I thought you were going to say it was still on the canvas. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to touch it. <laughs> but, yeah, to, to this day, it's one of my favorite moments in combat sports history. So, it's a real, real history maker. Yeah. So we're doing that Friday, mm-hmm. and then Saturday we're having our uh, totally 90s party. We're yeah. having a 90s party. That'll be fun. Is there a special reason for that? Just we wanted to have a party and wanted a theme for it? Or I what? honestly don't remember how it started. Okay. Apparently, Daniel and Rachel are very rich friends, and Brendan and Kayla, our other very rich friends, had talked about this before a little bit, mm-hmm. and then we'd all, I think it was New Year's, had gotten there, and they kind of mentioned it as like, that would be a fun idea, and then Emma just sunk those talons into that and refused to let that go away oh. and was like we're fucking doing that like we're having a 90s party as soon as possible and just put it in Rachel's head and then Rachel's like gotcha. guys we're doing a fucking 90s party see I always kind of found it weird because like you guys were all born in the 90s basically and kind of grew up in the 90s I'm still like, a 90s kid yeah well I know but not as much as I, I would consider myself one really mm. like those are formative years you know that's fair but I still dress like I'm in the 90s, if that means anything. I mean, still to this day, yeah. I know. That's why I had to go out and go crazy with my costume. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it would have just looked like I just showed up. and everyone yeah. like. You're the only person I know that still wears Doc Martens. So. Fucking right. At, well, Emma wears Doc Martens, too. Oh, I don't know her that well, though. It's because I'm a fucking punk, man. I'm like yeah. super punk rock and anarchy and shit. Like, no one gets me. I'm fighting the system, bro. If that were true, you'd be wearing Airwalks. So. <clears throat> I have Converse on. Does that yeah. mean anything? <laughs> Yeah, doing that Saturday. And then Sunday is, of course, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the nerdier... Well, it's, it's the big game. It's the big game. But, yeah, I also took uh, Monday off. Oh, yeah? Work. Yeah, just Dude. because... That's, that's probably good preparation. I even did that before uh, I remembered that the 90s party and uh, Rough and Rowdy were this weekend as oh, well. Oh, really? I had done that just because for the Super Bowl. I even told my boss that two weeks ago, and I was like, hey, I'm going to take the 3rd of February off. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, cool, man. He's like, oh, you got some big plans or something going down? I was like, no, it's just my friend's Super Bowl party, and I don't I don't know how to drink in moderation, so I'm sure I'm going to be hungover, and we don't have anything to do anyway. So I just figured, go ahead and knock that out of the park now. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, smart. I'm not going to be here either, so that's cool with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for all you that are out there interested in the Super Bowl prop bets, I think the uh, Zach Melcher prop bet for the weekend is over or under 10 and a half sober breaths from Friday evening until Monday morning. Sober breaths? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably about, honestly, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of how many sober hours I'll have in a third in, in, yeah. a, in a three day period. Kind of depends on how long you sleep, I guess, because you might be able to sleep one off. But because what is that, seventy two hours in a three day period? Yeah. So seven in seventy two hours. Start, well, granted, 
It's less than 72 hours because you because you got to remember I got to work Friday. Yeah. So from we'll call it four o'clock or so is about the time I get home from work. Okay. From four o'clock Friday afternoon to. So that puts us at 54 we'll hours it, then. We'll call it like midnight on Sunday or okay. something like that. Yeah. Even though I'm sure I'll still be drinking by then. How many sober hours are going to be in my life? Yeah, not, out of 54. Not counting sleep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would say out of 54 hours, maybe 12. And that mm-hmm. is a high That is a high guess. Yeah. Because I'll probably start drinking pretty early when I wake up to fight off the hangovers that I'm going to have. Right. You're going to have to. Yeah. I'd say maybe 12. We'll see. I'll, I'll yeah. see if uh, I can get Emma to keep count of them. And we'll okay. come back on the next episode and see how many sober hours I had. All right. This is going to be a good weekend. I'm excited. It should be fun. I'm going to get fucking real hammered. I'm going to need you guys to take a lot of pictures so I can know what kind of fun I had. Okay. I'm going to need that. I kind of need to. <clears throat> I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, I, I hang out with a lot of people and mm. go to a lot of functions, but there's really not a whole lot of many pictures of me with people. I don't really do the whole selfie thing very much. And yeah. I'm kind of in the background of a picture every once in a while. I like, mean, there's a group getting together. You're but. in all of our Halloween photos for the last, like, three or four years at this point. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's a, that's a special <laughs> occasion when you're all dressed fair. up. That's so. fair. I mean, I don't take a lot of photos of myself either. Yeah. Which is going to shock a lot of people because I know how much of a narcissist I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're looking at yourself. You just don't hit the button to take the picture. <laughs> I'm always doing that. Yeah. If there's anything, if there's a shiny uh, surface at, at any time, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my re- reflection at all times. Yeah. I, it's just, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I'm like one of those birds. <laughs> like when it sees reflections, it's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Emma's caught me so many times. We'll be at bars and like they'll usually have a mirror on the back and I'm mm-hmm. just looking at my reflection and like I'm checking my hair and shit and she'll just stare at me until I'm done. She's just like, are you done yet? I'm like, no. Never? No, probably not. I'm going to check it again here in about 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we should uh, we should start trying to take more photos. The thing is, is that I hate posed for photos. Yeah. I prefer, like, in-the-moment photos. Right. Those are more fun to me. All right. I'll just capture you in action as you're pissing in the backyard or something. That's fine. Okay. I, I have a romper on. It's a one-piece. I probably oh. like, <laughs> have my pants all the way down to my ankles like a yeah. four-year-old at the urinal. <laughs> Hold my T-shirt up yeah. <laughs> over my head. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I just, I've never been a fan, I, I like taking pictures with like groups and stuff like that, with, when you're with your friends and stuff, to have as yeah. memories. I think that's a good idea. It really is. I hate posed for photos, though. Yeah. I, I want to see shit like kind of just in the moment. I guess selfies are a little different, like if you just walk up to your buddy or something, like, you know, throw a shoulder and like, hey, check it out, click, like that's yeah. a little different as opposed to being like, all right, everybody, let's get in together here and... You know, you look this way, and you look this way, and just fucking take the picture and just remember about how much fun you were having. That's the whole point of the picture is you exactly. look at it and go like, oh, fuck, we did have a good, good time that night. And that's part of the point. Like, it's a little morbid, but I was thinking, like, you know, at my funeral someday, they're going to have, like, a picture collage, and I'd really like to have some pictures of me playing rock band. A lot of my life is spent playing rock band with that people. I really love doing it, but there are no pictures of me. Mm playing rock band so we need to alleviate that's because that. you're, you're too serious about it you will have no dis- <laughs> distractions during that's your, right. your rock band no flash photography please <laughs> I almost <laughs> wanted to kick you when we were at uh, Dave and Buster's seriously Sunday. what'd I do because you played rock band for like an hour and a half and I was like motherfucker you own that like, <laughs> go play it, something else <laughs> it was Guitar Hero thank you it's the same goddamn thing and you know it is <laughs> and I did play something else I played the piano game you did That was you, you were good at that too yeah Fucking skee ball at Dave and Buster sucks, by the way. Yeah, it really does. It's so low. It is. It's I like had to get down on my knees (laughs) in order to throw the ball correctly. Yeah. And that beer pong game was kind of fun, too, though. Yeah. 
It was fucked, and it, it fucked me over like three uh, times. Allegedly, but, yeah. No, it did. I, mean, I didn't have any problems with You watched me. The, you watched the one time where it, it fucked me over. I saw nothing. You're a fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that, that was fun. That was... I actually had a moment there that made me laugh for like one of the first times I played it because I was like, oh, beer pong. I'm like, let me see what this is. And I just played it by myself. And there was like a mother walking by with her kid. And I sank like six cups in a row. And she goes, oh, somebody plays beer pong. And I was like, oh, she knows I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I also had a beer in my hand while I was doing yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, you have to. So, That's To be fair. Well, yeah. You want to make it feel realistic. Yeah. Otherwise, my balance is thrown off. Exactly. I'm used yeah. to holding a beer when I'm playing beer pong. Mm-hmm. So my left hand always has some kind of weight to it. It helps me plant. Yeah. But I didn't have that. It's like, you know, it's like trying to swing a bat at a fastball without planting your, your foot or something. You're going to be thrown off. Your timing's off. There's no way you're going to take that yard. There's just no way. <laughs> See that, nerds? You can make sports jokes and still like fucking stupid shit. I could be a douche bro and a nerd at the same time. It's all right. You want to throw into our special topic? You want to just start with that? I think so. I'm fine with that. Yeah, okay. Sure. Let's go ahead and do that. So it's episode 50 help celebrate that i wanted to kind of talk about some things that we haven't really talked about in any of the other episodes and to kind of facilitate that i kind of tried to dig into something that we've both had uh pleasure with uh since childhood and it's video games hell yeah so i figured that's a pretty good topic we could each go pretty deep on and since it's the 50th episode i wanted to go over 50 games so we each did a list of 25 games that we would like to talk about either Ones that we really like to play, ones that just have special memories, ones we want to just let the other person be aware of, maybe. They may not have heard of it. So, And then uh, every 50 episodes, we'll keep updating with uh, another 25, and then eventually we'll get a pretty good list of some of our favorite and best-known games. I just want to show you, I actually made a list. Oh, like, wow. Uh, look at that. Yeah, it's not just going off the top mm-hmm. of your head. No, this is literally, I made a list. I was doing this at work today. Wow. Okay. Well, at least you're productive at some point. <laughs> no, I had nothing to do. It wasn't all just bejeweled. <laughs> no, I mean, the okay. first couple hours I was making a list of video okay. games that I liked that we yeah, haven't yeah. talked about a lot. And I was trying to do, like, I wouldn't call it deep cuts, but, like, ones that at least we haven't talked about in a while. Yeah, that's what I was kind of wanted to do, too. We should also uh, point out that this was absolutely stolen from another podcast so oh yeah yeah for sure credit uh, yeah this is from uh colin's last stand podcast so it's colin moriarty he used to be a ign reviewer and he broke away and moved back home and he does a podcast with his brother who's like eight years older than him and they do a bunch of nostalgia <laughs> topics from their childhood and stuff like that okay, so right uh, they recently had their 100th <laughs> episode so they each did a list of 50 games and talked about it they had a little system where they could only talk for like two minutes so they were uh, trying to like pass back and forth and then okay well we're not gonna yeah, steal yeah, that yeah exactly yeah like, we oh. are stealing the idea but i did like the idea but i thought yeah. it was pretty cool i just so. wanted to go ahead and point that out that oh way, yeah 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 definitely yeah that way like a couple years from now mm-hmm. someone that doesn't find this episode and be like they stole this from fucking collins last stand podcast and yeah. never mentioned anything so there you go you fuck I've, I've mentioned it we're cool all right relax yeah, go check them out too, though. It's a it's a fun podcast. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Subscribe to them. Uh, do you want to? We'll just go one, 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 like just one after the other. Yeah, I do think you so. Go through your whole list. No, no, yeah, I think some back and forth would be better, <clears throat> probably. Okay, I should also mention that in my list, these are not like in any particular order. Yeah, they were just same kinda, here. As, just, as I was thinking them up. Yep, that's the same thing I did with mine. So yeah, go ahead. You want me to start off? Please. All right. Uh, the first game on my list, the first one popped in my head, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm. for the NES. Now, a lot of people kind of get confused sometimes when you talk about a Turtles game on the Nintendo. They think of the fighting game. That was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. No, oh, I think of the uh, the arcade box. It yeah. was a Pizza Hut that I put probably 400 fucking dollars right. into my mm-hmm. entire childhood. Yeah. That was the shit. 
Now this one was one that was more of an adventure game. You got to choose your turtle, and it was one turtle at a time going through the levels and, mm. yeah, trying to figure things out. Yeah, it was kind of like, like the like street brawler kind of thing. Uh, well, not so much really, yeah. It Am was, I thinking of a different one, though? Yeah, I think, I think you're thinking of two again. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Well, you said fighting game. I thought you were... Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I meant, yeah. Yeah, not, not, like a, not like a Street Fighter game. This is NES. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, now I got you. Yeah, way That's back fair. in the day. All right. The Famicom. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, nerds. How's that for you? But it was probably one of the harder games I'd ever played, but I kept playing it because I just loved the turtles so much back oh, as a kid. Turtle power, dude. Yeah. And the thing that really haunts my memory is that the reason why this was the first one that came to my mind when I started thinking of old games. There's a level about, uh, I think it's probably the third level, third or fourth, and this like warehouse blows up and you get thrown into the water and in the water the warehouse was like poisoning the water i guess or something like that so there's coral and you have to swim around yeah, the like coral the, reef it's and it's electrified i do remember okay you know what i do really and if you remember get this game now anywhere close to it it fucking electrifies you <laughs> and you're instant killed it's like oh my god it was so difficult I do actually kind of remember this game now. Yeah. It was harder than a motherfucker. It I was. It. And it's so early in the game, you're like, oh, man, I just lost all four turtles and I'm dead now. Yeah, but and it's like the third level. You're like, how the fuck are you supposed to win? Exactly. It's like, this is how Dark Souls started. This is bullshit. I think so. I have a game like uh, that on here, too. Nice. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing I wanted to bring up. I did beat it a few times. Like, that level, I didn't actually beat, it, beat mm. the game. But, yeah, the level after that even gets harder because you're in, like, the, the turtle van. And you have to nice. drive around the city to pick up rockets to blow up barricades so you can go into different parts of the city. And then eventually yeah, you can't that, find rockets anymore and you're sense. just stuck. Yeah. And it's like I had no idea what to do. <laughs> it was really frustrating. It's terrible. Yeah. They were just capitalizing on the licenses all at once. Oh, yeah, that's but, what they wanted. You know, that's what games were back <clears> then, basically. A lot of oh, them. yeah, no, they were, they were like... Their games back then were basically what uh, game movies were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, we have this license. Like, we might well, as well we, use it. <laughs> we have the name, so just write whatever fucking movie mm-hmm. we want to write and just put the name on it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Let's move on. You got a shitty action game we can throw the turtles in? Oh, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy. I'll see you at Pizza Hut. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Turtle power, dude. So what's, what's first on your list? Okay, mine. I also need to go ahead and mention that you'll probably have a lot more older games on here than I do. Probably, yeah. I mean, Granted, just, there is a 10-year age gap between us. So. Basically, yeah. Uh, the first one that popped into my head was Too Human. Okay, which I've is, heard of it's it. It's probably one I have talked about a little bit on here. Okay. Uh, this game was uh, one of my favorite games. It's for the Xbox 360. Okay. It was amazing. It was uh, the style of game. It was sort of a kind of how Diablo 3 was with the whole, you know, raiding, like, loot fest kind of thing where you're just kind of dungeon crawling, killing a bunch of enemies and grabbing as much loot as you could and stuff like that. All right. The storyline... And the I like the I the basis of the story and like the world that you're in the world building is what really caught me, because you're in sort of a cybernetic past future thing that mixes like cyberpunk cybernetic stuff with uh, Viking uh, lore. Really? Yeah. Like mythology and stuff. Yes, exactly. Oh wow! You play Balder, who is one of the god of light. Yeah, yeah he's the god of light. Uh, you know, you you have Thor there with you. Loki is there. Uh, Odin is and, and all that, and you're like. It's called Too Human. The idea behind it was... It was supposed to be a trilogy. It didn't get a trilogy. It got one game out there. I think I am maybe the only one who bought the game. <laughs> it's one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah, the idea behind it was that you had just normal humans, then you had the gods, the uh, seer, and they were almost like... Um, sort of corporate, in a way. 
and they had all these cybernetic implants, they had guns and stuff, and they were fighting all the uh, evil demons coming from, uh, uh, you know, uh, Frostheim. And they were like robots that were built mil millennia ago that were killing humans and stuff like that. And so you're fighting the robots to keep them protected. So they look at you as gods. Oh, wow. And the whole thing with being too human is that to level up more and more and like become like get more powerful god powers, basically, you got more and more cybernetic implants. So if you were too human, you wouldn't be as strong and stuff like that. Mm. So, uh, in fact, if you don't mind, I'd like to pause this. Okay. Show you the uh, trailer for Too Human. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, that is uh, that was a huge game for me and my little brother both, because uh, it had a bit of co-op. Oh, really? It also me and him both would just play our own characters constantly because you mm -hmm. had you could have like five save slots. There was like four different classes you could do when you started out and stuff oh, okay. like that. There was like the champion, the berserker, the oh, champion berserker. I forget the other ones off the top of my head. One of them was like a marksman, and there was something else where you used like heavy weapons. The Berserker is what I usually use because you got two swords and you just fucking murder everybody. <laughs> but yeah, two two human. That was just They're pretty sort cool, of. Yeah. The graphics are actually pretty good for yeah, 360 level. Exactly. Too. That was like maybe 2007, 2008, something like that. Yeah. Really wasn't that, that you know, early or anything like that. But uh, yeah, that is a huge game. I think I might be the only person who bought that. <laughs> but it is one of my favorite games of all time. If they okay. were to remaster it. Even if it was just the first one, not even like continue the story or anything like that, I would pay sixty dollars for a remaster right now. Wow. And again, would probably be the only one to do it. Mm. So what are you gonna do? I'll have to check and see if it's uh, backwards compatible or not. Yeah, you should check that. It might still be at my dad's house, honestly. The original <laughs> oh, yeah? three sixty case. Oh, wow. I definitely, I, I bought that game not on a midnight release, but I did buy it like the day it came out. I like picked up my. Me and my little brother, I got home from school, and he got off the bus, and like he was like, we're going to go pick up two humans, because I had been showing him all the shit that was coming out and stuff like that. He's like, we're going to go get that, right? I was like, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> so we jumped in my car, drove to GameStop, and bought it. Nice. Well, next up on my list, start off with the Ninja Turtles, and then I was thinking of uh, franchise games again, and kind of the opposite spectrum, one that I really loved playing and was actually pretty good at. Uh, I think I beat most of it. It's the Indiana Jones Trilogy for the Super Nintendo. I don't know if I ever played that. Okay. So you go through and it plays through the first three Indiana Jones films, and you actually play through like the scenes of the movie. Mm -hmm. So it, hmm. it was really neat. Uh, the best part for sure is the opening of uh, Temple of Doom, whenever you jump out of the plane and then you're sliding down the hill on the yeah. giant inflatable, and just, yeah, trying to dodge all the trees and stuff <laughs> to make it to the bottom of the mountain and land in the river. That was really cool. Yeah, but the only problem is that it doesn't have the best Indiana Jones movie in it, so. You know, mm. Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, obviously. That's right, yeah. That's everyone's favorite. We were still several years away from that, yeah. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually, I've never even played that. I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm sure I would like it. I like Indiana Jones. Yeah, and I, the controls are really cool. Like The the whip feature, like <coughs> being able to just whip the shit out of enemies and stuff is so fun. Mm -hmm. And then it had like a collectible like fruit system or something like that was how you like got points and you could uh, earn extra lives if you got so many of them or something like that. Okay. So. It's different, but yeah. I mean, I remember them making an Indiana Jones game for the original Xbox. Excuse me. Oh, okay. For the original Xbox, it was like Temple of the Dragon Emperor or something like that, which is like so it was supposed to be like a completely different story, and it was garbage. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be why I haven't heard of that. Then yeah, I think I rented it. At like you know family video or something like that because yeah. I was like oh I fucking love Indiana Jones I love Indy yay I get to be Indy because I'm like you know nine mm -hmm. and it, yeah it was fucking garbage so <laughs> okay 
I'm, I'm glad that they made at least one good Indiana Jones game. That's, mm-hmm. that's good to hear. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay, so my, my number two. This is actually a technically a fairly recent uh, game uh, series. Okay. But I put uh, Darksiders 1 and 2 on here. Oh, all right. It's a game we haven't talked about a lot. No, not at all. And, um, I mean, I guess enough people have played it because they've made three of them now at this point. I just put Darksiders 1 and 2 on there because I've yet to play Darksiders 3. Okay. I downloaded it because it was one of the free games for PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. Oh, really? I just haven't gotten to it yet. Gotcha. Because I have 17 other fucking games I need to finish right now. And, in (laughs) fact, I'm playing the Mad Max game as opposed to any of the other games I should be finishing. (laughs) But I technically never finished the Mad Max game, so I think this still counts. Okay. But uh, Darksiders, have you ever played any of those? I have not, no. Uh, they're really good games. I remember the first one. I think the first one came out for the 360. The second one, I think, was uh, current gen, early current gen. The second one might have been 360 as well, though. I'm not 100% on that. And the third one, I know, was current gen. Okay. But you play as, in the first one at least, you play as the one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, and really? You play as war. Okay. And it's kind of a, you know, that, like that Metroidvania, Zelda sort of style of gameplay, but with a little bit of God of War combat mixed in with it. Hmm. All right. It's really fun. The artwork is amazing. Really cool shit. And the storyline is really fun, too. And, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, can I spoil the first one? I don't know. I think so, yeah. That's, okay. That's, that's fairly old. I'm not going to fully spoil it, because I think you might actually play it at some point, because they are uh, available on the PlayStation, because okay. I have them both. Yeah. Um. You play, in the first one, like I said, you play as war. You, the mission, or the very first, like the opening game, uh, the opening level, I guess is the old school way to put it. Mm-hmm. You drop to Earth because you heard the horns of the apocalypse. So you drop to Earth and you just start killing like angels and demons, everything in front of you. Because you're the fucking horseman of war. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Then it turns out that it that wasn't the apocalypse. So you killed the entire human race on accident, and now demons own the earth, and like angels are in like a guerrilla war with oh, demons shit. trying to like take the earth back. And you're neither one. You're... Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're the horseman. Okay. You're you're on the. I think they're called the Infernal Council. Is the one that runs the four horsemen. Okay, and they're the ones that had the power to kill both angels and demons and humans and stuff like that. And they're supposed to be completely neutral when the. The final war comes. They're the one who comes down and just fucking decimates everybody. That way everything can restart. Okay. Then you find out, like I said, that that wasn't the actual apocalypse. And so you go to basically prison through the horsemen. So you're just like in oblivion for, I think it's, I forget what the time length is. It's a pretty long time, technically. The council puts you in there because they're like, you know, you broke the pact of neutrality. You can't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. You were working with the demons. They own the earth now and stuff. Then they bring you out of neutrality to go and try to fix what you did now that the Earth is completely overrun with demons and then, like they've been running it for years, or, you know, for mul- millennia or centuries, whatever the fuck you want to call it at this point. Yeah. And it's really cool because whenever he's, in the very beginning, before he gets sentenced and he's, he's in the thing and they're like, you know, you did this and this and this, you've ruined everything. And he's just like, I answered the call because he heard the horn. And then you find out that like one of the demons was able to find a way to like fake that essentially and make... Uh, war come to there because that's what would trigger it to where they could fight the angels oh, wow. and take over the earth and make another realm of hell and it's just really cool so you get to go through all that and like figure out what's what's happening where because like you kill one of like the major demon lords in the very beginning and then he comes back and he's the one who started and all this other shit it's a fucking really cool storyline great lore 
artwork is really cool too. Yeah, it sounds really awesome. It's a lot of fun to play. They have a remaster for the PS4, so I assume it's out there on the Xbox One as well. Probably, but yeah. I think you have a PS4 anyway. Yeah, I got right, both. Yeah. yeah. So check that out. I haven't played the third one yet. Like I said, the second one is cool too because you play as Death, and oh, the, nice. the second one is actually a little bit more Diablo style, kind of like loot, loot uh, chasing and stuff like that. You, okay. you you still have the Castlevania, Metroid kind of thing. Where you've got to you know unlock certain things, unlock different parts of maps different, and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. But you're getting a lot of loot. You're getting like constantly up upgraded stuff and things like that. You're playing as Death. You are. This is actually kind of funny because you're in the realm of the dwarves, so it's all Viking <laughs> mythology. Sensing a theme again. here. There's a theme. <laughs> all all 25 of these involve Vikings. <laughs> I can't wait for the Lost Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually a pretty good game. <laughs> it's not on my list, but that okay. was a good game. Okay. But you, you play as Death. Next time, episode 100. And Darksiders 2, as you're playing as Death, is taking place during when war is in prison. Because he's trying to find a way to prove that his brother is innocent. So it, it still kind of ties in. I think you can play Darksiders 2 without having finished Darksiders 1. And still kind of enjoy the story just because between the artwork and like the this, this story and the world the world building in this is mind-blowingly good. Nice. And then in the third one, which I haven't played yet, like I said, I believe you play as Fury. Oh, really? So you're uh, just working your way through all yeah, of them? Yeah, so you work through all of them. And it is, uh, it's a girl at that point. So it's oh, their, really? It's their sister oh. horseman. From what I've heard, it's good. Haven't had a chance to play it yet. Like I, like I said, it was one of the free games on the PlayStation Plus uh, a couple months ago. And I downloaded it because I was like, fucking love both of those games. So hmm. if I can get it for free, hell yeah. But yeah, Dark, Darksiders. If you haven't played it yet, check it out. Definitely try to pull it up on the uh, like the PlayStation Network or the Xbox yeah. One and see if you can play it there. Because it's really fucking good. I think you would like it a lot. All right, sweet. Okay, <laughs> next one. We're going way back. So I was like, all right, let's think back. Try to f- remember the very first game you can remember playing. Mm. So I'm at my cousin's house. I'm like four and a half, maybe five years old. Is it Pong? It's uh, close. <laughs> it is on the Atari 2600. Oof. It's a game called Stampede. Oh, I thought it was going to be E.T. Oh. It's like the worst game ever where they buried it out in, in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. No, that was literally unplayable. So, <laughs> so Stamp- Stampede for the mm-hmm. Atari 2600. Yep. So you're you're a cowboy, which is you're like a, a, a blue pixel. a blue Let's square, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, everything else is a pink square that's slightly smaller, and those are cattle, and you have to ride around and uh, rope them up, and uh, you have a little time limit, and you're just trying to compete against other people to see you can rope up the most cattle. Hmm. Sounds like hours of fun. Yeah, I don't know how definitely. You, how you wouldn't love that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, simple enough controls, so I was able to just kind of jump right in. And, uh, yeah, my cousin got me kind of hooked on it, and I've been a Simple video gamer ever since. There was one goddamn button on the fucking controller. <laughs> you, did you think I was going to let that slip by me? Yeah, I didn't know if you knew or not. No, I've seen them, hmm. you know, in, like, museums and history books and shit, but I've Ouch. seen them. Ooh, that one hurt. <laughs> I just pissed off about half of our uh, right, audience, You know too, what, motherfucker, I'm, like, I'm looking it up now. You're going to watch some Stampede. I'm going to pause this. Oh, my God. I, I will shit if you can find a video of Stampede on, on, on YouTube. Go for it, I please. will. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we to, found it. To be fair, we did find a uh, video of somebody playing it. He was pretty good too. Uh, that's way better than I was when I was like five. Also, the pixels on there were not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It did. It kind of looked like, like a guy on a horse. I can understand that slightly. Yeah. The sound, however, <laughs> um, sorry about that. WTF fuck was going on there. <laughs> I, I, that's what we had back in the day, man. That was that was some rock and tunes. I'm so glad I was born in '92. Like, I just, like, because I. 
if if I was born like a little bit younger, mm-hmm. you know, like now it would just be like where games are just fucking super cinematic and perfect. Yeah. I got to watch video games kind of become what they are now. Right. But I didn't have to play any of the fucking horse shit that you were just showing me. <laughs> so I was like, literally there was some horse shit that they had to avoid. I would hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was the fucking sound that was coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> It sounded worse than, like, the fucking dial-up modem. <laughs> Ugh. I, yeah, I'm, like, right in the perfect sweet spot of video games. You like, kind of are, yeah. I, I got to see, like, back when they were still, like, not considered, like, a serious thing. Mm-hmm. I get to watch them grow into, like, a serious thing where, like, now we have, like, actors right. in fucking video games. Yeah. You can remember some of the real classics from the Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Yeah, but I didn't but... have to play any of that fucking horseshit on the uh, Atari. Yeah. So I kind of won. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, not to talk shit on your nostalgia, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. But that was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was that was Stampede. Mm. I would rather have a Chinese guy cough on me right now <laughs> than play that fucking game. I'm going to find an Atari somewhere and make you play it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to crank like the, up that soundtrack, too. I'm more just like the fact that you're like, yeah, the controls were really simple. Like, were they? The, the stick and the button? <laughs> yeah. It was real it was, intuitive. It one, was. It was one easy to, to pick up input. as, it, as yeah. a five-year-old, you oh know? Oh, God. <laughs> you thought I wasn't going to catch that. I yeah. caught that. <laughs> Look, it also had the paddle wheel for this racing game, so you could have used that, too. It was a paddle wheel? Mm-hmm. Was it made of, like, sticks and string? And, like a pulley <laughs> system that you had to use? Was there, Look, you know, there's there some some assembly acquired, okay? But I just always envision it like uh, Flintstones technology, uh-huh. where like you like open the box and there's like a little hamster running in a circle <laughs> to keep it powered up, and it's like it's a living. <laughs> Look at you pulling out '50s references now. Everybody watched the Flintstones. That doesn't okay. count. All Come right. on, the Flintstones are well, they're probably not around anymore. Yeah, probably. But uh, again, another perfect time of where I was raised, where I still got to watch the classic Looney Tunes. There we go. Yeah, I even got to see like Speedy Gun- Gonzalez. And, oh, before he was too racist. Yeah, before he was too racist, and then uh, who was the other one? The fucking uh, Foghorn Leghorn, mm. who was you know like a slave owner. Right, Pepe Le Pew. Pepe very Le Pew, much not part of the Me Too movement. Who was a uh, rapist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to see all of those yeah. and just laugh at them. I didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about it. <laughs> but, dude, I'm telling you, 92, right in the right. fucking sweet spot, bro. Right. Perfect year to be born. Well, I don't know how you're going to follow up that masterpiece. Mine is a, a little bit newer. Okay. <laughs> I believe... Fuck you. Again, this was a 360 game. Okay. And I also believe I've talked about this on the podcast oh, before. Okay, so I'll just edit this out then. But it was a really good game, and I en- enjoyed it. And again, it's a, it's a game I don't hear a lot of other people talk about. Okay. But I had a lot of fun with it. it I'll was, let you uh, go then. Metal Gear Solid Re- Revengeance. Ooh, all right. Which, did you play that at all? I haven't, no. I did download it. It was one of the free games on Gold with Xbox. But it's I a lot of fun. It it's, it's made by Team Ninja. It's like mm-hmm. the same guys who made Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's... I believe it takes place, I think it's post uh, Guns of the Patriots. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, you play as Raiden. Uh, people who have played Metal Gear Solid, like the Metal Gear Solid games, know who I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Raiden is um, who was supposed to be the next Solid Snake. I'm not saying that as in like, oh, we tried it, nobody bought it. That's literally the storyline of Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, he was, that, he was the successor. Which, by the way, that also... This was an idea I thought about whenever I was typing this title down because just how much I love Metal Gear Solid and all mm-hmm. the lore of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to start doing like special episodes where we just do lore dumps. I like it. Like one of us will just pick something that we're really into, the other one yeah. doesn't know that much about, and we'll just run through fucking storyline and try to explain shit to you. That'd be nice. And then we can just kind of refer to that if you get going too long. I'm just like, okay, you can stop there and just listen to that episode. Exactly. Yeah. Because 
there is nothing funnier than trying to explain the lore of the oh. Metal Gear Solid stories to yeah. anyone who hasn't played them, right? Or at least hasn't like read into it. Where mm-hmm. I've read Wikipedia articles and shit like that, where I was really into it. Yeah, yeah. I beat the first two. I haven't played anything since then. So uh, the third one, um, Snake Eater, is a good game. I enjoyed it. It feels a lot like like a '60s spy movie. Okay. It's not a bad thing. No, not necessarily. But it was definitely, it was uh, Hideo Ko- Kojima kind of coming back at everybody for saying, like, Metal Gear Solid 2 was so weird because he made Metal Gear Solid 2 super meta. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And was kind of like... Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, I, I beat the first two games. I mm-hmm. couldn't tell you much of what really happened, both because it was quite a long time ago and because well, I had no uh, idea what was really going let's go on. Let's go ahead so. and just get, get into it real quick. So, Metal well, Gear we're going to do that lore episode. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid opens. <laughs> Edited for content. Yeah. Please, turn this off. You mm-hmm. don't want to hear Zach talk for the next six and a half hours. Uh, anyway, so, Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. You play as Raiden, who was the main character in Metal Gear Solid 2, and was also in Metal Gear Solid uh, 4, Guns of the Patriots. Okay. He wasn't the main character or anything, but he shows up in it. And he has, like, cybernetic Im- implants now, and he's got samurai swords and stuff. He has his own security uh, firm that he works for. And it's uh, way different than a Metal Gear Solid game. There's no stealth. You are. Just, like, full Ninja Gaiden, like, street brawl, chopping everything up with a sword. Literally a thing called Ripper Mode, where time slows down, and using your right analog stick... You pick where you're slashing, and you can chop people up into, like, a thousand bits. Oh, man. It's really awesome. <laughs> uh, and it was just a really fun, action-oriented game that was just fun to play. And it, it felt like you were watching a Michael Bay film. Wow. Or like you were playing a Michael Bay film. And that mm. is not an insult in any way. <laughs> I love Michael Bay films. They're just they're fun action movies. This was a fun action game that was also loosely tied into the Metal Gear Solid universe. So, yeah. you know, what else would I want? But it was a lot of fun, and I played it a lot. I enjoyed it. The fact that it's on Games for Gold makes me want to get an Xbox One. I'll be 100% with you. Yeah. I would love to play it again. Nice. All right. We'll move on. I've, I've updated a little bit since then. We're not going to do any more Atari games, I don't think. Uh, oh. The fucking Oregon Trail, the game you played on. <laughs> no, I could bring that up, though. You have died of dysentery. <laughs> now, the next one, I don't know. You you might have heard of it. You're pretty, pretty good into old school RPGs. This is on the Super Nintendo, and it, it was, was a little before my time. It was one of the first Japanese-produced RPGs that I ever played. It's called The Illusion of Gaia. Oh, I haven't played that one, actually. Oh, yeah? I, I thought okay. it was going to be like Tales, like oh. Tales of Symphony or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't, I haven't played it. Okay. This is really neat. Uh, so, it's really, like, heavily geography-based. Hmm. You go to, like, a lot of different, like, famous ruin landmarks here on Earth, mm-hmm. and uh, you find out that there's, like, a... A deep ancient power that has been nestled in each one of them. That's why they, they were ruined, basically. Because okay. some old force like destroyed them. I'm in. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah, shit I like. you got to go and try to like reawaken the the ancient power, and you get to absorb it into yourself and become stronger as you can go along. Uh, it was really neat. The, That's fucking rad. Yeah, um, it's Fuck kind of that. a little bit more of like an action RPG because it's like I think a Zelda type thing. Okay, like yeah, turn based yeah it's thing. not like a turn based JRPG mm, right like, okay I got you uh, your main weapon is uh, a flute that okay. you eventually get like a blade attached to oh, it oh so he's a bard basically yeah that was for Emma okay, she wasn't listening yeah. okay <laughs> she, she will when we edit it so. <laughs> I'll make her yeah but no it was really fun it was definitely the first time that I spent more than like 
30 plus hours on a game you know, <laughs> playing through the story. That's really fucking, that sounds fucking rad, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm not even giving you shit. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel feel bad for my long tirade about Stampede. That sounds really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't tried to like re- remake it in any kind of way. Yeah, I need to look up and see if there was anything, like any word on that or really what kind of happened to that studio because I don't know if I've really seen anything from them after that. It, it, it wasn't like Squaresoft or anything like that, was it? Mm, I don't okay. think so. Because yeah, I, I know a lot of the Final Fantasy started on the Super Nintendo and everything like that and the yeah. NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought thought that might get you because yeah, that's, that's that another one kind of like You're Too Human. I don't know if I might have been one of the few people that ever even played this <laughs> game. Like but, the four people who, who mm-hmm. played it. I I know that feeling. That's yeah. okay. Now that's fucking rad. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Yeah, you go to like ancient Mayan temples and like uh, Easter Island and Anchor Wat and stuff like that. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that that actually sounds pretty rad. Now I almost feel bad about making fun of you for the last twenty minutes. Yeah, almost. Don't go almost. too far. Right? I don't actually feel bad, but you know, I figured I'd say that just because that sounds really cool. Right. Okay, so my my turn again. Yep. This one is uh, this is a PlayStation Two okay. era game. Oh, going so, back a little bit. Yeah, going back a little bit, and I'm wondering if you'll remember this one. Uh, Thirteen. It sounds familiar. Is this like an assassin game? It was a cell shaded, okay. comic book inspired first person shooter for the PlayStation Two. Oh, okay. Where David Duchovny voiced the main character. No shit. Yeah, and it, it would do things where you'd get like a headshot, and like three panels would pop up showing the headshot coming up. As oh yeah. Was trying to look like a comic book. Okay. It was a you know a fairly okay first person shooter. It was still like when people were figuring out how to do a first person shooter, especially mm. when you had like dual analog sticks at that point and everything. Yeah. I just remember really loving the art style a lot, and just liking the uh, game. I'm sure it hasn't aged well. Yeah. But yeah, like David Duchovny voiced the main character. It was doing its best to look like a comic book, was cel shaded and everything. And I just, okay. I don't know, I always kind of like that kind of stuff. So. Nice. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Why don't you yeah. check some of that out? I remember it got a lot of hype. Oh yeah. Like the like, when it first dropped in like uh, E3 or whatever, back before E3 became what E3 is now. Yeah. And uh, it got a lot of hype because David Duchovny was in it. And it's like, that's a real actor. And everyone <laughs> What's who's he doing in a video game? <laughs> exactly. It's like, and everybody who was into video games at the time, we were all into fucking X-Files as well. So we're like, fuck yeah! <laughs> Give me this shit. So I'm sure the game hasn't aged well and it sucks, but I just remember liking it when I was younger. Okay. Not, I mean, I've not, got several of those myself, so... That's no, fair. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 13. All right. It's in uh, Roman numerals if you try to find the game to like, buy oh, it on okay. e- eBay or something like that. I yeah. honestly might still own it. I'm not even sure. I'll have okay. to check. Because I have a little bit of my collection still. Oh, nice. So. But yeah, there you go. That was mine. All right. My next one, I'm pretty sure you know about it. And I'm, I think we've even brought it up a couple times, but we haven't gone too deep on it. So I just wanted to bring it up, mention it to everybody. Probably one of my favorite co-op games ever. Mm-hmm. And I played it all the time with my little sister as I was growing up. It's called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh, yeah, that is Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this was... I had it on Super Nintendo, but it also was on the Genesis as well. That was a motherfucker of a game, too. Yeah. That shit was hard. Oh, it was brutal. And uh, this was one of the first games that really started causing fights, uh, (laughs) because... But, no, you used your potion too early. You gotta save that. She would yell back at me, because I was taking all the good weapons and not leaving her anything and Mm -hmm. leaving her behind. She wanted to run to the right, and I was trying to run to the left, and it it was... (laughs) Yeah, monsters just killing everybody. It's like the same argument you have during Contra. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a you, you basically play through a giant horror movie. Uh, there's ten. Uh, they call them neighbors, but different. There's like a cheerleader and a baby and a mm. tourist family and stuff, and you had to go through and collect them before they got 
destroyed by a monster. Right. And each level was themed on a different, like, classic horror movie. Yeah, it was like horror movie genres, basically, mm-hmm. what they would do. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, that, that was a great game. That was, I believe that's the same publisher who did um, one of the launch titles for the original Xbox. I don't know if you remember it, the Grab by the Ghoulies. Oh, yeah, a little it bit. It was an okay game, but that was where all the hype came from, because it was like, these are the people that made fucking zombies ate my neighbors, because nice. that was like a real cult hit, mm-hmm. uh, That was, which is, I mean, I guess it's not a cult hit, because at that yeah, point, video was, games were like it, a cult interest, but it sold right. a lot of fucking it uh, really did, uh, units. I figured you would have heard of it, because oh, yeah, it, no, it's it a pretty a popular game. game. A lot of people reflect back pretty strongly on it. Yeah, I, I got to play it a little bit. It was like kind of early in my days of playing video games, where mm-hmm. like I was just basically playing Super Nintendo over my uncle's house. I didn't even have, like, a game system yet or anything like that. Gotcha, but, yeah. You know, great game. Oh, yeah. That's a good choice. Thanks. All right, let's see what my next one is here. Uh, oh, okay, here's another one. This is, uh, again, uh, original Xbox title. Also one that I, because I recently watched a, uh, <laughs> a Let's Play. Oh, really? Okay. Of it, where uh, it was from Funhouse. And realized just how terribly that it had uh, aged, mm. but I loved it when I was younger. I thought it was really cool. It was uh, Advent Rising. Mm. Yep, haven't heard of this. It was on the original Xbox. Okay. Uh, Tommy Tellerico Studios did it. I don't know if you remember Tommy Tellerico. He was huge for a while there mm. in the early two, 2000s and stuff like oh, yeah. that. Especially back when it was uh, like Tech TV and fucking X-Play and all that shit. Yeah. G4. Um this was a game that it was written uh, by actually a fairly famous author whose name I can't think of off the top of my head right now. There was a giant like giveaway thing during it where you had to like be the first one to find a certain amount of like clues and then you could like win a million dollars or something like that. It was this crazy thing. And it had like spin off comics and all this other stuff. It was, oh. uh, Scott Card, that's yeah. who it is. Yeah, worse than Scott yeah. Card. Yeah, it's uh, he did the Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly series. same guy. Yeah. Okay. And this whole thing, it's uh, you play as these guys. They're like space pilots. It's in the future, stuff like that. And you meet this human race that holds humans to be like holy kind of entities. Okay. You learn to get like special powers through these aliens and stuff. And your your brother dies. You're trying to save your girlfriend. It is. Uh, I remember playing it when I was younger and first buying it, and it was amazing <laughs> and mind blowing. I thought it was the coolest mm-hmm. thing ever. And then I watched that Let's Play of it about a month ago, and I was like, ooh, this did not age well. So this game sucks, honestly. Looks pretty blocky, yeah. (laughs) But I loved it. I probably played through it two or three times. This is another one that was supposed to be a trilogy. Oh. And uh, did not uh, sell enough to make the (laughs) trilogy, or even get a sequel. So, But yeah, it it, it had a comic book that was a spinoff, that the comic book was actually kind of cool. And yeah, the whole thing behind it is that uh, you are, uh, like, this, this human race is... Like it's the first time meeting an, an alien. The first alien race you meet, they consider humans to be like you know holy entities. Then you meet another human, like another alien race that wants to destroy the human race, and so you got to go through this fight, and then you eventually get like superpowers, and you become like fucking awesome, uh, shooty Mick telekinesis guy. And it was a lot. I really enjoyed it. It's a horseshit game. It sucks, but I really loved it when it came out. I probably played through it three or four times. Owned it, got it for for Christmas, asked for it for Christmas, and got it. Oh, Thank nice. you, Santa Claus. Ooh. And um, yeah, probably played to, uh, played through it three or four times. Me and my little brother both uh, played through it once at least. Okay, wasn't co op. He had just watched me play it a bunch of times. So he went to play it at one point. Yeah, your uh, your main character Gideon, his older brother dies sacrificing himself to save you. Although apparently he was supposed to come back as a bad guy in the third game, mm-hmm. from what I've heard. But you know, obviously it's not gonna be third. It's not gonna yeah. be a second game. Probably want to be a remaster of this one. 
and uh, so, you know, sacrifices himself to save you, and then you're trying to save your fucking girlfriend because she obviously gets taken captured because women are fucking useless when it comes to war. And you gotta get them out of there. <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just this, like crazy game, and it was a lot of fun. Like you got to like dual wield pistols and shit, and like use your fucking powers at the same time. You're just like telekinesis throwing dudes around and stuff, nice. and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a really cool thing. Next up on my list. I was going to say, that's again, that's another one of those where I was probably one of the four people who actually bought it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors kind of got me thinking on some other co-op levels. So probably some of the most fun I ever had at a four-player. This is my first Nintendo 64 title, which was just perfect for four-player games. Mario know? Party? Uh, no, it's Gauntlet Legends. Ooh. Did you ever play any of the Gauntlet fuck games? Fuck yeah. Okay, nice. I used to play it on, again, fucking arcade uh, box. Yeah, yeah. At Pizza Hut. Oh, nice. Played okay. the shit out of that. Was always the barbarian. Mm-hmm. Fucking oh yeah. Yeah. I would seriously, if I ever get like the house of my dreams, where I could have a fully finished basement and have mm-hmm. like a pool table and a bar and like yeah. some arcade cabinets down there, mm-hmm. I'm 100 percent getting Gauntlet, nice. Gauntlet Legends down there. You're going full barcade for sure. Yeah. 100 percent. And a skee ball table. Obviously. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm not leaving your basement at that. Although point. you're still gonna have to pay for quarters because oh. someone's gotta pay for this beer money, dog. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and this and this podcast ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, but fucking yeah. fantastic game. Oh yeah, fantasy based. Uh, you had a barbarian, a wizard, uh, archer, and what was the other one? Like a pa- like oh, a Valkyrie. Knight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Valkyrie. That was right. Yeah. Yep. She would throw swords and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a like a top down dungeon mm-hmm. crawler. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So there would be like little nests that would pop up and then start spawning enemies continuously until mm-hmm. you did enough damage to destroy the nest. As you work your way through the level and then fight a boss at the end of each one. So pretty standard stuff, but man, it was so fun. Especially if you got four fantastic. people on the screen at once. Oh yeah, that was the best. Like it was so cool. How have they not like remastered that or made yeah. another game like that and I just know. put it on like just uh, like a digital only? Right. Yeah, there was one on PS2. Was the last time I remember yeah. playing a Gauntlet game. I think game. I had one on the. Mm-hmm. I think I had the one on the PS2. Yeah, it was like Dark Awakening or something like yeah, that. Yeah, dark yeah, something. something like that. But and it was fun, but not in 64 really. Like stole my heart. Oh, like fuck, yeah. that was. A big deal having all my friends over and playing all together at once. Oh, yeah. yeah, we we did go all night on that. What was your colored uh, N64 con- controller? Which one did you always use? Blue, red. Oh, never had a red one. Oh, always had a red one. Always. It, it a came red. with the gray, and then I had a black, a green, and a blue. I think N- N64 started it. I have bought a red controller for every console that I own. Oh, really? My PS4 red controller doesn't work right now because mm. I dropped it in uh, the toilet on accident at one point. Okay. <laughs> this was years ago. Mm-hmm. I was at home, uh, was off the work that day, and was day drinking pretty heavily and playing Overwatch. Okay. And uh, so it can't be that long ago. <laughs> true. <laughs> but um, yeah, brought it into the. I don't even remember why I was carrying it with. Me. Oh, because the my, the mic was plugged in and I was talking to somebody. Oh, like a party chat. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. And then I was I like, did you drag the fucking TV into the bathroom no. and play while you shit? Like that's. Oh my god, that'd be genius though. <laughs> But yeah, so like I brought it in because I had the the mic plugged in. I was talking to somebody, okay. and I accidentally dropped the controller right into the toilet after I got finished peeing. And I was just like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so my red doesn't work anymore. I, I need to buy another red controller mm-hmm. soon. But yeah, I have bought a red red controller for every console that I've owned so far. Wow, that has had red controllers. I couldn't buy one for the original Xbox, obviously, because yeah. they didn't have those. Yeah. But I had a red Xbox 360 controller. Oh, and I had a, a Halo Three. Xbox 360 controller. Oh, nice. I had a Halo 3 Xbox. Oh, yeah, the, the, the full branding? Yeah, the, the full branding Halo 3 Xbox 360. 
where it was all like you know it had like the USMC shit on it and stuff like that. Like yeah. The controller was all green. I had that for a while, and then it kind of it, it got a little old. Mm-hmm. Couldn't use it anymore, so I uh, bought like a the what was it the the elite. Yeah, the elite where it had like the touch screen for the opening the disc tray and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I had the Halo Three Xbox. Nice. Sorry, that was off. Uh, well, slightly, yeah. I mean, I, I was done. There's not much you can say about Gauntlet. It's pretty brainless, but it's a lot of fun. Seriously, it makes no sense they haven't made another one like yeah. that. Just give me, like, fucking oh, yeah. make another Gauntlet, make it the same, you know, give it the HD, you know, mm-hmm. gl- you know gloss over, remake, make, make everything look shiny and pretty. Right. And fucking just top down, do a digital only, charge 10, 15 bucks for it. You'll oh, make yeah. some fucking money off that. Oh, I, sure. I can't think of anyone who wouldn't buy that. Oh, yeah. And then just have it where you can, like, you know, make a lobby with people or mm-hmm. just, you know, find random people to play with. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, man. If they make that, I'll get the other controller work and I'll make Emma play with me and you, and you just got to find one other person. We'll, we'll play fucking. We'll play Gauntlet for 20 fucking hours. Sweet. I will cancel all of my other fucking plans. Gauntlet <laughs> is the shit. Oh, I love yeah. that game. I'm glad you, you remember that one. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I didn't... I had the one for the PS2, but I remember it most fondly playing it as the arcade cabinet at, like, a Pizza Hut after, you know, baseball or something like that. Yeah. And just putting fuck tons of money in that motherfucker. Well, putting fuck tons of my dad's money in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, here's another one. Uh, this is, again, an Xbox era. The Xbox uh, original. Okay. Ninja Gaiden. Ooh. Did you play Ninja Gaiden? I didn't play it myself, but I watched a buddy play it. He, was, right. he was a lot better than me, was so I let him play. Uh, no, it was uh, Josh, my old roommate. Oh, okay. I got you. Back whenever we were first in college. I honestly have never beat it. Yeah. Owned it. I mean, I could barely get past it's a the very third tough level. Game. That is a, like, you, you want to talk about Dark Souls? Kids these days with their Dark Souls. <laughs> they never played fucking Ninja Gaiden. Oh, man. Remember how hard just the first boss was? And that was supposed to be the tutorial that right. you had to do it. It was fucking impossible. <laughs> took forever yeah. before you even got to the actual storyline you're still in like the old school Rio fucking uh, purple garb mm-hmm. and all that you weren't even in the black leather yeah. sleeveless outfit that he wears afterwards right because everyone over there team ninja is gay <laughs> <laughs> they're either gay or they're like me where they just appreciate beefcake and there's nothing wrong with that but uh yeah the original well, not not the original no there was yeah NES was the original the... was yeah NES and well maybe even the... arcade before that true <clears throat> but for the Xbox uh, the original Xbox, the Ninja Gaiden for that. Yeah. And then they made a uh, remaster of that, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, on 360. It was like Ninja Gaiden Black. Black. Mm-hmm. And they also got a couple sequels, too. Oh, yeah? Because okay, I, I remember, like, that. a Ninja Gaiden 3 playing that, and it was, okay. eh, it was okay. Hmm. See, they at least made a sequel. I thought they made a Ninja Gaiden 3 as well, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But the problem is they got easier, and you mm-hmm. kind of lose a little bit. Like, the games being easier, it was more fun to play, I guess, technically, but yeah. you kind of lose sort of what Ninja Gaiden is, where you're supposed to be, like, snapping controllers in half because mm-hmm. the fucking bosses are horseshit. Yeah. And this game cheats. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I don't remember which level it was, but he had so much trouble with, the, like, a woman that fights you in a cathedral, and she, like, floats above the ground, kind of, and throws... Like, oh, is that the one who busts through the... Uh, shards of stained glass. Yeah, she busts through yeah. the shards of stained glass, and she's got, like, the fucking wings come out of her hair, and her titties have, like, fucking yep. swirls on them, like mm-hmm. they're soft-serve ice cream. Oh, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. you there. Yeah, that, that game is fucking impossible. Oh, man. Fantastic game, though. Yeah. A lot of fun. Beautiful, too. Like, the graphics still kind of hold up, honestly. Yeah, I bet they would. They're really not that bad. Nice. All right, we're going... A little farther back again. Uh, this one you probably haven't heard of. Uh, still thinking of uh, a co-op games, but more of a competitive co-op. So, 1v1. Back on the NES, 
This was a game that I never owned, but I rented like every other week from the local video store, so I probably should have owned it and saved my parents some money. Is the word that you're looking for. <laughs> uh, no, we had a movie mart. It was Carrollton's. Oof. Yeah. How's it feel to be poor? Uh, it was <laughs> good because I got to rent <laughs> North versus South. Ooh, never played it. I don't okay. know. So is this, obviously, a, is this a Civil War thing? It's a Civil oh, War okay. game. Yep. What side did you play on? Uh, so I was usually the South. And yeah, Oof. it's basically impossible oh, to this win. this going to be on Twitter here. It, it's very. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Varble yeah. supports slavery. <laughs> Go ahead. Not I'm very sorry. well because I got my ass kicked every time. It's, it's, it's It really does. Like, history plays into it, and it's really tough to win if you're playing as the South. But the really Josie Wales was so good. <laughs> but it was, uh, so everybody, you start off, you pick your battle site, and everybody starts with a group of six horsemen that have swords, so your cavalry. Cavalry, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have a group of three uh, cannons in the back. Mm-hmm. And Artillery. Then Okay. Yep. And then you had uh, a group of was it four, four or five musket troops. Infantry. Okay. So uh, yeah, each side has an equal amount, and then you have to like strategize as to which one you're going to send over at which time, or which one you're going to use at which time. Do do they each take the other one out, like kind of the triangle? Yeah. Thing? But then you could also like there was uh, destructible environments and stuff. There's certain levels mm. where like. You're on each side of like a chasm, and this is like the, the NES. Yeah, that's pretty funny. There's like there's like two different like rope bridges that going across a chasm. Mm. So like the, as the one guy's like sending his cavalry across the bridge, you can like blow it up with your cannon fire. Oh, okay. And so it like, takes out his whole. That's thing. like pretty like forward thinking for yeah. the, an NES game. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean the, destructible the, environments run the backs of like game boxes for the Xbox 360. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was really neat. But then uh, there was also it would change gameplay. You could either attack your enemy's fort or your enemy's uh, uh, train run, like the supply run. Okay, yeah. And when you did that, it would be like a classic like left or right platformer, mm-hmm. and you're jumping around, and the defending player, like you're trying to get to the front of the train or to the middle of the base, mm-hmm. and the defending player gets 20 different troops that they can spawn at any time by hitting the A button. Okay. So, like, if you're, like, in the middle of a jump and then somebody would spawn an enemy and, like, you wouldn't make your jump and then you'd die. It's like, <laughs> That's fuck fucking you. fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love it. It was, it was really, a, it was, like, the original trolling game. Like, you just, <laughs> it was so fun. We got in so many fights over it. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, it's almost impossible to win if you're not the North, but, I mean, you still wanted to play with somebody else because yeah, you don't want to play the computer. Well, the North had all the black volunteers. They okay. Have, they have better fast twitch muscle fibers. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Joke. Uh, that's cool. I've literally never heard of that. That's yeah. actually uh, that sounds really awesome. I like it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun nights. Fuck yeah! All right, my turn. Yep. Okay, so before I, I'll go ahead and mention this one just because I put it on my list. I'm not gonna get deep into it because I've talked about it so much, but it's Knights of the Old Republic one and two. Okay. We all know that I love that game. I just yeah. think we should talk about it more, and okay. I fucking love it. But this has got me thinking when we were talking about some of the other ones. This is one that it's a game that I've also mentioned a lot of times, but I wanted to go ahead and throw it out. So we'll count this as my next one. Okay. Psychonauts. Oh, nice. Fucking wonderful game. Yeah. One of the best video games made for the Xbox, honestly. Mm-hmm. For sure. Psychonauts is a shit. And finally getting a sequel. Oh, my God. I can't it got kickstarted like two years ago. So yeah. they're working well, on it. We've been asking for it for fucking 12 years at this yeah. point. It was yeah. like six months after the first one came out. Everybody was like, give me a sequel. Yeah. Psychonauts. Fantastic game, though. Oh, yeah. Everybody should play that. 
playing through memories. Everyone has played that, so. But still, it's great. Yeah, you put the door on their foreheads, you go into their subconscious, and mm-hmm. it's fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. Really funny story, too. A lot of humor. Exceptionally well-written. Uh, uh, is it Dave Jaffe, right? Was, was that the writer? I don't remember. Siri, who wrote Psychonauts? Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer. Aaron Walpaw wrote Psychonauts in yeah. 2005. Thank you. 2005? Wow, that's, so, that's 15 years ago. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. <laughs> I'm not even 28 yet, and it still makes me feel old. Yeah. I mean, that's half your life ago, almost. True. Or more than, yeah. Yeah, more than half my life. <laughs> I can't math, okay. Close. Mm. Okay. Your turn. All right. But yeah, I just um, want to throw Psychonauts out there. Yeah. Because we'll go ahead and skip over KOTOR 1 and 2. I was okay. going to talk about it anyway, but yeah. I'm sure everyone's sick of me talking about it, but they're just, they're so good. Yeah. I'm going to kind of gloss over my next one, too, uh, in the same spirit. Uh, it gets brought up a lot, but I had to give some love to the original Guitar Hero. Okay. PS2, I played it at a Best Buy demo station. Mm. It sucked to high heavens, but I was like... And you found your calling. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. I want to get better at this. Mm. It was like 120 bucks, but I was like, fuck it. That was like an entire paycheck for me back then. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going for it. I want to I play this. Oh, was, that, was that when you were still working at the movie theater? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. I had just started the movie. Oh, no. No, that was when I was six. So, yeah, I had been there a few years. I was gonna say because I didn't make much money at the movie theater either. No. I honestly never got paid minimum wage when I worked at the movie theater. Wow. I got paid under minimum wage the entire time because I was never 18. Oh, And they shit, had yeah. that rule where it was mm-hmm. like if you're 16, you made 50 cents under minimum wage. If you're yeah. 17, you made 25 cents under minimum mm-hmm. wage. And I quit before I turned 18 because <laughs> I got that job at that uh, landscaping place I was at that was gonna pay me. Uh, I think he was paying me 15 an hour off the book so just straight cash. Oh, man. Yeah. So like I I literally <laughs> called in the day after he was like yeah you're uh you're hired. And uh, so I called into the theater. I was like, hey, I quit. I'm not coming in today. <laughs> like, I, I didn't give it two weeks or anything. I was like, I quit. I'm not yeah. coming in. You can go fuck yourself. I'm making, like, double the money I was making with you fuckers. But yeah, I would, like, grab anybody that I could. Like, come over to my house. We're going to play Guitar Hero. Hell I want to yeah. play. I had one of the Guitar Heroes. It might have been the first one, honestly. I don't yeah. remember. I know I owned one. Okay. Because that was another one of those games that my dad kind of liked to watch me play. Because like mm-hmm. I, I had uh, one of the Guitar Hero con- controllers. I had the one that looked like like it was like black and white and had like kind of the axe cut to it. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, Guitar Hero. Everybody loves Guitar Hero. That, that's given us a lot of stuff there. Man. It has. Yeah. Guitar Hero and uh, it's Rock really, Band. You know, yeah, evolved since then. But yeah, I it's just, given us a lot. I wanted to call out the OG and just give it some love. So. Yeah, got to. Oh, yeah. All right, my turn. This one here, I put. Uh, Elder Scrolls, like the Elder Scrolls series, okay. and then as you can see in parentheses, not including Skyrim. Oh, nothing against Skyrim. I actually like Skyrim a lot. But okay. it just gets talked about all the time. Oh, all right. And it's been remastered 117 fucking times at this point. Yeah, it, Sky- it's, it's literally on like the Echo Dot or something. Like you can play it. I'm pretty sure you can play it on a Tesla, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Ah, I think so. I think that was another one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, nothing against Skyrim. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun to play, and I've bought it four or five times now at this point. But just the Elder Scrolls series will just skip past Skyrim because everyone knows Skyrim at this point. But the other Elder Scrolls games are fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. My first one was uh, Morrowind. That Same was the here. first Elder Scrolls game that I had. Yeah, Loved it. Thought it was fucking fantastic. Xbox. Yes. Yeah. But I think Oblivion is the best one. Okay. That's my favorite Elder Scrolls. It has Patrick Stewart starting out with his fucking opening dialogue when the That's game true. starts. And you're like, you're, you're part of the fucking Blades and you got to save the world and shit. It's yeah. still the only one I've beaten the main story for. That me, one's so. good. I didn't even know there was a main story to Skyrim. I just kind of run up. Same, <laughs> same, same thing for Morrowind. I was just like, hey, yeah. wake, wake up. 
you fell asleep on the boat and it was like read this note I'm like fuck you I'm gonna go do some other shit get out of my face <laughs> like I always skip the main storyline of all the Elder Scrolls games I don't give a fuck Skyrim does have really good DLCs though does it Dawn Guard is a great DLC. Did you play that one? I didn't play it. That's where you get to do like the the vampire shit. Oh, okay. You either become a vampire or become one of the Dawn Guard who fights the vampires. And you get that fucking hot chick who's like like what's her name? Merva or something like that. She's a vampire, so she's like your hot big titted goth girlfriend that you want to have around. She helps you out no matter what you do, and you can <laughs> fucking bang her later. Fucking drop a load right on her titties. Right, I'll see you later. I gotta download some DLC. Fuck the DLC, just put in Rule 34. Fucking pull that shit up so you just work one out. You don't have to go through all the level up bullshit. <laughs> you don't have to listen to all our talk, you just see your titties. <laughs> but yeah, the, just the Elder Scrolls series in general. I think those are really fun games, and I'm ready for another one. Stop remaking Skyrim yeah, okay. and give us a new game, please. If you don't mind, Howard, you fuck. <laughs> See, I shouldn't say that, because we'll, what we're going to get is, like, what Fallout 76 was. We'll get... <laughs> yeah, yeah. El- Elder Scrolls 06 yeah. or some shit like yeah, that. Speaking of that, do you play Elder Scrolls Online? Do you have, have you no, tried that? No. Okay. Never wanted any, any part to do with it. Okay. For the same reason I didn't want any part to do with Fallout 76. I'm yeah. like, no, I'm playing those RPG games. I'm... I mean, granted, maybe I'm one of the few people who do this, but I'm such a narcissist where I'm like, no, this this character is me. I'm playing as me right now. I don't need anybody else getting involved ruining my fucking <laughs> worship of myself while I play these games. So, My next one, I'm pretty sure we've talked about before. I think you've uh, expressed your love for it, too, but it's I, I really think it's still my favorite RPG that I've ever played, and so I definitely had to call it out here. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, no. <laughs> It is for the PS1. Okay. It's called Parasite Eve. Ooh, that is a good one. Dude, I was so in love with that game. I, I, that, the active battle system in that, where you can still run around, but you can also pause to pull up your radio menu and stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Just that, yeah, the whole <laughs> fighting system for it, and the storyline was fucking killer. Oh, Parasite Eve is an amazing yeah, story. Mutants are taking over the city, and you you're can literally New York cop, and I mean, it was so cool. I would have no problem just watching, like, just kind of all the cutscenes the of Parasite Eve yes. on just like YouTube on, as, as like a four and a half hour long video or whatever yeah. because it was what I think it was three disc if I'm not mistaken uh, it was at least two I think there was a third one yeah, yeah I don't remember 100% but it's fucking a fantastic story Parasite Eve is the shit oh, yeah. I love that game <clears throat> that's another one that I'm always kind of surprised never gets like a, re, a remaster right yeah especially with them doing like Resident Evil now and shit mm-hmm. like that I assume that like the Resident Evil remasters within like redoing Resident Evil 2 and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of shocked that they haven't done like a Parasite Eve or a, like or even, I mean, this is kind of off the rails, but like a Dino Crisis. Like throw one yeah. of those out there. Something oh, yeah. to do like a remaster of that, you know, put it on uh, digital only again, oh, charge like 20, 25 bucks. She'll make some money. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, Par- Parasite Eve is the shit. Oh, yeah. I would love for that to come out on like the PS4. I would make mm-hmm. Emma watch me play that. And then. I was always so sad. It got a sequel, but since the first one never sold so much, they didn't make very many of the sequel, especially over here in the U.S. Like, it's fairly, fairly, I guess, common over in Japan. But no, yeah, it was pretty much like the, a the localization. Japanese only. Yeah, it was, like, release. so hard to find. I never actually ever got the chance to play it. I think all I ever did was, because uh, I was such a big fan of Parasite Eve, that mm-hmm. I think I, uh, I found, like, a Wikipedia article or something, just kind of read, like, the... Uh, the plot okay. synopsis of Parasite Eve 2 just to kind of see how the story went yeah. I was a little curious I remember liking it but then again this was like years ago oh yeah so this was like new Newgrounds and Flash Player were still a thing <laughs> yeah yeah I think 
98, if I had to guess. No, it'd be earlier than that. I think it was like 96? Yeah, 95 or 6, yeah. I was like 96, I think, but... Yeah, because I remember when, whenever I was in freshman biology, I got one of the questions right on my... Uh, uh, anatomy of a cell because I knew what a mitochondria was. I was like, oh yeah, I can label yeah, that. It's the powerhouse of the cell. That's obviously. right. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Mitochondria Eve. We're about to all turn into <laughs> monsters here. <laughs> oh, that is just such a fucking great game. going to sing man. some opera outside of the Met and then her bottom half is going to turn into a monster. Obviously. Yeah. What right. else would happen? Her titties flop out. And yeah. yeah, we're all good. There is. That's 100% within the logic of the game. Yes. Yeah. 100% sense to me. Okay. <laughs> what a fucking great game that was. Oh, man. All right, my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one, I'm actually I'm going back to the Super Nintendo. Ooh, all right. This might be the only one on my series that is on the Super Nintendo, honestly. And it is, again, this is one of the first video games I re- remember playing. Okay. It's the Batman Returns game for the Super Nintendo. Really? Okay. Yeah. Do wow. you remember that? I remember it. I never played it myself, but... Do you remember, remember the, the music for it? That's still stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, the fucking start menu. Dun, 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 dun. The 16-bit fucking music. <laughs> nice. That is, like, one of the first video games I ever played in my life. Because I remember... My my Uncle Larry, who's about... Uh, he's maybe 14 years older than me. Okay. Maybe a little bit older than that, but not not by much. But I was like, fuck, I was barely even five, maybe five years old. And, uh, you know, mom and dad would be at work. And if grandma had a shift at the bar and she couldn't take me in with him, uh, he would just babysit me. So I'd stay at his house and we'd go down to uh, the one convenience store that was down the street from his apartment. And we'd get some sodas and get those really long ice pops if it was summer. Because those are things that he liked because he was like 21, 22 at this point in his uh, apartment. And he had a Super Nintendo, and we would hang out and fucking play Batman Returns on the Super Nintendo for hours until my dad came by to pick me up. <laughs> so, like, we'd just eat, like, fucking popsicles and play that game, and that's still <laughs> stuck in my fucking head. Yeah. I still even know the noise of, like, the fucking grappling hook. You had to hit, like, the up and right, like, the diagonal up and right, and I think it was B, to shoot the grappling hook so you can swing across gaps. It was like... <laughs> it was the weirdest fucking noise. The, the sound design of that game is amazing and crazy at the same time. We have Batman Returns for the Super Nin- Nintendo. Okay. Nice. I got was it Batman Forever? I'm not thinking of. It's Batman Forever for the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's the one with Riddler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Batman Forever for the oh. Super Nintendo. Okay. Sorry. My, that's fine. My, my mistake. Fucking fantastic game. Love it. And that's like <laughs> one of the first video games I re- remember playing in my life. So I had to throw that on there. Okay. Just because it's got history too. Nice. <clears throat> All right. At this point in my list, I realized uh, the Game Boy was a pretty big part of my life. I wanted to throw a Game Boy game out there. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm also a big Final Fantasy fan. So oh, I threw too. out Final Fantasy Adventure, Ooh, which is unique in that it's not actually a Final Fantasy game. They stole a uh, what would later become Secret of Mana mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of just plastered Final Fantasy onto it just to <laughs> help sell it more because they hadn't released Secret of Secrets Mana. Secret of Mana is really good too, though, by yeah. the way. And, uh, yeah, they put Adventure on there so people wouldn't realize it was a, you know, action RPG instead of a turn-based. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was, uh, I played a lot of hours of that in the back of a car with my little bookmark light. Hell yeah. Shining on it because it was the original Game Boy. It didn't have a backlit screen. Yeah, and yeah. it was before they were geniuses and made the Game Boy Advanced mm-hmm. SP that had a rechargeable battery. Right. Yeah, I was popping four double A's into that bitch. And Hell yeah. 
Yep. No, I, I have four the carry, shades of gray. I have the carry case for my Game Boy. Oh, for my uh, was it? Cause it wasn't the original Game Boy. It was what was the one that was kind of the smaller one, but it wasn't the Game Boy Color yet. Uh, Pocket. Yeah, the Game Boy Pocket. And uh, guess what color Game Boy Pocket I had? I'm gonna guess red. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I had a carrying case for it too, where okay. you could fit like you fit five or six games, like game cartridges in it that came with their own little like carrying cases thing. Mm, yeah. And you had like an extra spot for your batteries in case you needed those. You oh, had nice. a spot for your lights and all that. Look at you, Mister Fancy. Yeah. Uh, was your case also red? No, the case was just black and it oh, okay. had Nintendo on it. Oh. But it was before my officially little... licensed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was before my little brother started getting like real presents, so my parents were just spending all their money on me. Oh, okay. Because he was still like a toddler, so I was mm-hmm. like, "Fuck it, just give him like a ball. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter." And then you'd kick that away from him, so he'd cry. No, I'd sell it so oh. he'd get more fucking Metroid games. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one I forgot to put on my list, but the Metroid games. Mm-hmm. Especially, tell me if you play this, it was for the Game Boy Advance, which... Zero Mission? No. Fusion. Fusion, oh, okay, no, I don't Metroid know. Metroid Fusion. Ooh. That's my favorite one of all time. Okay. It was on the Game Boy Advance. It was Game Boy Advance SP is what I played it on. Because okay. the SP was like the smartest fucking handheld console ever made. Yeah. You could fold it in half, put it in your back pocket, rechargeable battery. Mm-hmm. And again, came in different colors. Guess what color Game Boy Advance SP I had? Blue. Red. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw me off. It's my favorite color. Okay. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, uh, Metroid Prime, or no, uh, Metroid Fusion. Just fucking amazing. Amazing game. My nice. favorite Metroid game. I love all the Metroid games, but yeah. Fusion's my favorite. Okay. Because you get, like, you start off as, like, Samus after, I think it's Metroid 2 or 3. So you start off as her, like, full power armor, jump boots, rockets, all that shit. You find, like, this, like, giant spaceship floating out in the middle of nowhere that's completely empty. She goes to check it out, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, this parasite, uh, you know, mind control, fungus, parasite thing taking Mm -hmm. over. Attacks her. She loses all of her power-ups and everything else. And now there is a, basically, like, a fusion Samus that is the parasite in the old armor. Oh, shit, so you use it against you then. And you have to run from it, basically, because there's no way to beat it in any kind of a fight until the very end of it. Whenever you're fully powered up again. Yeah, so it'll show up every now and then, you just have to run from it the entire time. Wow. Yeah, Metroid Fusion, that was my shit. It might have been Metroid Prime Fusion, but I'm not 100% on that. Okay. But yeah, Game Boy, man. Nice. That was the tits. Oh, yeah. I have a Game Boy game series on my list here, too. And it's not Metroid, it's a different one. Oh, It's one that I already talked about, but whatever. Which one were we talking about? I got caught up on the Game Boys. Uh, I did uh, Final Fantasy Adventures. Final Fantasy Adventures, yeah. yeah. So now it's up to you now. The uh, Also, I was going to say with the Final Fantasy Game Boy games, uh, the Tactics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did Final Fantasy Tactics. They did Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. Remember that one? It mm-hmm. was on the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Oh, nice. That was a real good one. I remember playing that on the... I got it for Christmas. I got it Christmas morning, and then we had to drive to my Aunt Karen's house over in Troy, Missouri. So it's like an hour and a half drive almost. Mm-hmm. That's what I did for an hour and a half. Was just play Game Boy Advance. Wow. Just played Final Fantasy Advance in the back of the car. Had to, <laughs> had to turn the sound down so I didn't irritate my dad. Yeah. And then I just sat in the back seat and just fucking played that game for an hour and a half. Nice. Yeah, those grid-based strategy games were great. Oh, they're so much fun. All right, my time, uh, my turn. So here, here's another one that I've talked about exceptionally and for a lot of time, but I want to talk about it more. <laughs> Okay. So I'm more just kind of giving it props just for how much I love this game. Yeah. It's Fallout New Vegas. Oh, okay. I'm not even going to I'm, I'm not going to go off on anything. 
I just say, for my opinion, it is the best Fallout game that I've ever played. Okay. Granted, I didn't play the original two Fallouts, because mm-hmm. I was on the PC and I was like six when they were coming out, yeah. so I really didn't have a chance to play them anyway. Mm-hmm. And you haven't played 76. I refuse to play 76. <laughs> let's let's say it correctly. Okay. It's, it's not like I'm going to get to it at some point. I'm not I mean, fucking playing that game. You know, if you're hard up someday, you might. No, I'll just play New Vegas again. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Fallout New Vegas. I'm not going to go off. You guys have heard me yell about this game a hundred fucking times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is, for my for my money and my worth and my opinion, the best Fallout game that's ever been made. Okay. And if you haven't played it, play it. Give it at least six hours. If you're not in, enjoying it, I don't know if we can be friends. I'll be honest with you. Mm. What did you think about it? Uh, well, I haven't gone this full six hours yet, but... <laughs> I do like the beginning, and it's definitely one I want to get back to. I just re-downloaded it on the Xbox One because it's backwards compatible now. I'm and, about to uh, play Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to do it right there. And then, I uh, think you just sold me on it, pal. They had a, a sale over Christmas time on all the DLC, and you said they were all good, so I picked oh, those amazing. up also. I was kind of waiting on that. I was like, I don't want to get too far in because sometimes with games like that, the DLC can kick in pretty early and you can play it and get no, some advantages. You, you choose to go to the DLC. Do you? Okay. Yeah, no, it's not like they just like come at you. Yeah. I, I think they I mean, all... you can get access to them before the end game is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you, you definitely get access. Because I definitely did that for Fallout 3. I did like the You're Anchorage You're supposed to have one. access to them before the end game. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's some games you can't, so. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. so you can kind of like power yourself up a little bit usually. Well, they're all, uh, all the DLCs for New Vegas, they have a, uh, a level lock where you have to be a certain level before you can play it. That way you're not just like getting fucking roundhouse the entire time and yeah. can't do anything. Okay. Uh, you should definitely beat them before you get to the end game though. Because, uh, because Beth- Bethesda or Obsidian, I'm sorry, yeah. because Obsidian is so fucking smart. If you do all the DLCs before you get to the end game, they're still, in, they're involved in the end game in a very small way, but still involved. But yeah, New Vegas, play all the DLCs. Honest Hearts is fantastic. Uh, fucking uh, Old Time Blues is hilarious. Okay. It's really fucking funny. Uh, Dead Money gets a little deep on you, honestly. There's like a lesson you're supposed to learn from Dead Money. And not mm. like you as a player. I mean, like you as a person playing the game, there's a lesson you need to learn from Dead Money. <laughs> and then Lonesome Road is uh, the last DLC. A lot of people play that post-endgame. Honestly, I think the best thing to do, at least in my opinion, is to do it right before you do the actual end game. Okay. Do Lonesome Road and then do the end game. But yeah, I just, you know, uh, I'm trying not to go off on this too hard. Yeah. But New Vegas, greatest Fallout game ever made. Also, I would say top ten adventure RPGs out there. Nice. It's fucking amazing. And just a quick shout out to Obsidian Studios. Outer Worlds is the fucking tits. Okay. And everything that Obsidian does is great. So. All right. Uh, next one on my list, I had to laugh a little bit whenever you mentioned playing arcade games at the Pizza Hut, because that's how I first found out about this game. And uh, loved it so much, I just begged and begged and begged and eventually got it for my birthday on the Nintendo. It's a game called Narc. Are you familiar with that at all? I do remember Narc. It's, I remember, uh, uh, I've never played it myself, but yeah. it's uh, it's in a JonTron video. Oh, okay. Where he does all of the, uh, the anti-drug games because mm-hmm. if as we all know from the 90s winners don't do drugs that's right nancy reagan and so he shows snark for that one where Sweet. he's just blowing up everyone so yeah it's like, stop stop resisting mm-hmm. there's just like rockets into fucking schools <laughs> yep that's my favorite part of it uh, so it's a co-op game 
one dude's dressed all in red, one dude's dressed all in blue, and you're uh, special agents going around just trying to blow the shit out of drug dealers and yeah. pedophiles and stuff like that. It's, so. it's, it's honestly, what's funny about that game, mm-hmm. it's a really genuine uh, representation of how we handle the war on drugs. I think so, yeah. Where we just... Over shot mi- rockets at we everybody. We militarized the police, and we shot a bunch of people who were just sick and had mm-hmm. a, uh, addictions, mm-hmm. and then uh, just blew them up and got extra points for it. So there you go. So here's the funniest thing about it. <laughs> about, God, I think it was like three or four months after I got it on Nintendo, I finally figured out you can actually arrest people instead of blowing them up, and you get extra points for it. We found it out on accident because we got too close to somebody, and that's how you're supposed to do it. Like you pull up, you're supposed to like step behind them, mm. and if you stand there for like two seconds yeah, without attacking, they, them, like roll it around in like a red Ferrari or something mm-hmm. yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that, that's in the driving levels. Uh, every other level is a driving level, right. and then the other ones you're just walking around, patrolling yeah. the streets. Yeah, if you stand shoot behind somebody them. for like two and a half seconds without trying to shoot them, then you put them under arrest, and you can like seize the drugs that were on them as part of your drug bust and everything. So you get extra points for it. You know what's funny about that? What's that? Most uh, police officers in the Mm -hmm. DEA uh, haven't learned that yet. Oh. And they instead just shoot a bunch of 14-year-old kids trying to sell weed. Okay. So So you're saying I'm actually smarter than them having learned that in only four months' time. I'm I'm letting my libertarianism break (laughs) break through here a little bit. I apologize. (laughs) I'm like six beers in. I get a little political sometimes. It, It happens. But yeah, this was... Very fun game, especially co-op. No, it's it's a lot of fun to play. It's a lot of fun to play until you get older and you start thinking about like how the war on drugs actually works. You play the game and you're like, oh shit, I'm the bad guy in this. <laughs> Although, did you ever get to the end of that game? Where you fight the giant head on a the, metal like, body? Yeah, the, the kingpin, what the fuck his name? Well, yeah, Mr. Big. Yeah, Mr. Big, that was his name. Yeah, and he's just a giant head on a metal body, like throwing out flames or something like that. Yeah, he had flamethrowers on both sides. It's amazing. Oh yeah. Great game. Okay. I'm glad we'll, you knew it. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I've ne- like I said, never played it, but John Tron did a video of it, so I know it fairly well because it made me laugh so fucking hard just watching it. Nice. But uh, yeah, I threw this one in for two reasons. One, I'm a big fan of the games. Okay. And uh, this is a series again, and I've probably talked about it a little bit. Okay. I also threw this in for one of our listeners slash best friends slash uh, wannabe lovers because I want them and they're gorgeous and they're perfect. It's for Alex. Oh. We didn't th- threw this in there for them. Okay. Uh, Dragon Age. Hmm. All, All right. three of them. They're a lot of fun. Dragon Age is a great game to play. And in fact, if we ever going to do like a lore dump on that, I'm going to mm. try to get Alex on the mic because they know far more about it than I yeah, do. Yeah, you're just going to embarrass yourself. Pretty much. But they are really fun games, and they're a lot of fun to play. I like the second one the best myself. Yeah. That's okay. just my personal uh, opinion. I think they're all really good good games, though. Okay. So yeah, the uh, Dragon Age series. Nice. You beat all three? I've beaten, let me think, I think I did beat the first one. So yeah, I have beaten all three. Okay. But yeah, they're just, they're fun games. Uh, Next on my list is another one that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed uh, playing it, but I wasn't really sure what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And it was another one that's very difficult. Chess. Uh, you can <laughs> no. I should put Chess Master on there though. I did Mahjong. play that a lot. <laughs> it was Mahjong. I had no idea the fuck. It was just yeah. on the Windows ninety five. I don't no. know. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, this is on the NES, and it was the adaptation of Friday the Thirteenth. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Do you I, know much about this at all? I've heard of it, and okay. I've seen a lot of shit about it. I've never mm. played it myself, but so, I've seen a lot of people talk about it. And it's like confusing as fuck. I have no idea still <laughs> what you're really supposed to do. Mm. You're the counselors, and you... You're trying to like, save the kids or something, right? Isn't that the... I think so. What are you trying to do? But I don't know how you would beat the game because, like, eventually you have to beat Jason, I think, and he's just like impossible. Well, you get to call in Tommy, and he comes oh. out and fucking takes him down. You get burn I don't his, think so. I don't think he was around yet. Then. You got to burn his mom's sweater he might have been. and shit, and fucking. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a pretty early game, so I think it might have been pre-Tommy. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I have the uh, the remake. The Friday the Thirteenth video game they made for like the current consoles right now. Oh yeah, where it's like a multiplayer game. I have that. I downloaded it for free. I want to play it because it looks like fun, but mm-hmm. I kind of doubt there's anyone in the lobbies to actually play. Yeah, but I would like to try it at some point. Maybe we can do that for like the like we'll get the whole podcast crew together. See if we can get just everybody together. We'll just draw straws and see who's gonna play Jason, and we'll just fuck around and okay. have some fun with that. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah no, this, like, this game was, like, super hard, and like I said, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it was fun because you could, he would just, like, randomly appear mm-hmm. and just, like, run across the screen and, like, slash you and you're dead. And it's like, okay, how do I avoid that? I have no idea. Right. And then there's, like, birds along the yeah. camp trails, and they would, like, dive bomb you and they would attack you. So it's just like the movies. You can't win. Yeah. Jason's always there. I think so. I, uh, Eventually, if you get lost enough, you get into the woods and you find his mom and the, his head, her head in the shack, you know? What a great uh, fucking twist that was in the first Friday the 13th movie, oh, yeah. by the way. I just want to go ahead and throw that out. I know that eventually Friday the 13th movies start to get pretty fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, it doesn't take long, yeah. <laughs> but see, they're my kind of terrible, where they're terrible in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, they're still kind of fun to watch. Like, oh, even yeah. like Jason X is still pretty entertaining oh, yeah. at least and i kind of love it i can't lie to you i recently bought the blu-ray collection i've got all of them now so, nothing wrong yeah. with that nothing wrong with that whatsoever <laughs> i but then again i'm a little biased just because i'm such a horror fan anyway right like i almost like horror movies that are terrible <laughs> like I, I i almost like that more than a really well done horror movie yeah. i kind of i'm just a huge b movie fan i guess is what it comes down to they just really make me happy but, uh, yeah, what a great twist on the first Friday the 13th movie. I know that's totally out of bounds, but I just want to throw I mean, it Not completely. Like I said, her, the, the mother's head is in the game. So Yeah, with the game, um, never played it myself. I remember watching, uh, this is this is like old school YouTube here, but mm. the uh, angry video game nerd. I don't know if you remember oh, him at all. A little bit, yeah. He did uh, like a kind of a long series of videos about all the Friday the 13th. Uh, movies and then he did the games too. Oh, okay, and he talked about this game a lot, so I know a little bit about the game. I know that it's supposed to be like basically impossible to beat, and it's just horseshit and has no kind of game logic <laughs> whatsoever. Yep, it just kind of fucks you at all times. Mm-hmm. So I know a little bit about that, and it looks like fun, and it kind of makes me laugh. I've never played it myself, okay, but I do at least know a bit about it. Right. So I'm not completely <laughs> out in the dark here. My turn. Mm-hmm. So my one here, and this actually is. A, kind of a large umbrella that I'm throwing it under, but I put um, Tony Hawk and Skate. Hmm. So all of the Tony Hawk games. And yes, <laughs> I am including Tony Hawk Underground. Okay. And uh, all of that stuff where you get to like have your own storyline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were just really fun games. I mean, like, how much fun was like, I mean, just think back to the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater. How much fun did you have with that? Quite a lot. And that showed people, like, bonus points for the Tony Hawk series 
it made ska a little bit more popular again. Started throwing, you know, they have like Goldfinger in there and shit like that. Like, fucking opening up on the warehouse uh, level, the very first level, you're playing Tony Hawk, and it's a fucking Goldfinger song going mm-hmm. on. Like, and we're not talking about James Bond like last episode, but we're no. talking about the band Goldfinger. Yes, Goldfinger, like the yeah. the band, so, yeah. which is a great band and is uh, doesn't uh, suck anymore. <laughs> Actually, Gold Goldfinger is still like a James Bond movie, yeah. but uh, Goldfinger aged fantastically. Scott Scott music will never die; it'll always be popular. I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw out the the Tony Hawk games there for like you know Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater, all of those, and the Tony Hawk Underground, where you got to like build your own character and had like a storyline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I also wanted to throw in Skate there as well, which I don't know if you played Skate at all. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, it's supposed think, to be like more realistic, right? Yeah, that was kind of the plan behind it. I think the first one was on the. Th- was it the 360? The first one came out on. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. Skate. I think it was Skate Three. Me and my buddy Jake and a couple other of my friends, we spent a lot of time on Xbox Live playing that together. We could just kind of get together and fuck around the whole time. Okay. With the skate ones, it was really fun because you really didn't use the buttons at all. You're left analog stick controlled your skater and your right analog stick controlled the board so like the way you ollied was you pushed it back and forward that's how you got the board to ollie you could do flip tricks like that get grinds to do grabs i think you had to pull like the left trigger if i'm not mistaken to like do a grab and stuff like that okay it was just a lot of fun too but yeah i just want to throw out like the skateboarding games because i played i put a lot of time into a lot of those games and so i figured i should at least throw them out just to sort of uh, give memory to them because nice. I had a lot of fun in all of those. All so. right. Uh, next up for me, got to give some love to the fighting genre. Of course. And um, the one that really kind of couldn't help but capture your attention as a young boy walking into an arcade, it's Mortal Kombat. Oh, of course. The original on the arcades. Like, mm. man, that thing, you had to wait in line for so long. I mean, like you they, would you would pray that your mom and sister were like shopping, you know, still, and like you could work your way up and get your quarter down so you could play, and then you get your ass kicked in like two seconds. And, of course, but it was still worth it because those those games were so good. The government tried to shut them down. Yeah, that's how good the <laughs> games are. It felt like Forbidden Fruit as a young kid. And they're they're still going strong. That's the best thing about Mortal Kombat is yeah. that they have like yet to ease off the fucking gas. Oh, yeah. They're just like no fuck. They keep you. adapting, rolling with the changes, and like it's it's so good. That reminds me. Did you see one of the fatalities they put in for the uh, Joker from Mortal Kombat uh, 11? I did not know. He's the new DLC character. Yeah. Can I show it to you? Uh, sure. You want to see it real quick? Wow. Yeah, okay, that, so yeah, we that's just saw sick. the Joker fatalities there real quick. Those are fucking fantastic. It's so on brand, too. Like that's Yes. That's what I love about it so much. I kind of wish that he had a special fatality if he was fighting a female character where he just shoots her in the in the spine and she's just fucking paralyzed. <laughs> if that would have happened, I'd have bought a hundred copies of Mortal Kombat 11 just to be like, here's all the money that I have. Please, for the love of God, keep making these. I'm so proud of you. This yeah. is way better than that fucking hair-lipped Walking Phoenix bullshit that I have to watch soon. <sighs> yeah, such a good game. Not looking forward to that. It's big part of my childhood I even when it f- came onto home consoles like everybody was getting I mean, around they, playing it trying to figure out the move i mean because i'm terrible at fighting games as i mentioned before i like them i'm just mm-hmm. fucking terrible at them yeah uh but i really love the fact when it comes to mortal Kombat, one the history that, the, that they've made 
and the fact that they've sort of just refused to let off the gas. They're just like, oh, you think that's bad? We'll check out what we made this time. And they just kind of just keep going more and more. And, and uh, I really love that. That really makes me happy. So, yeah, great choice, Marble. Thank you. Excellent choice. All right, my turn. Let's see, where am I at now? What you got? Oh, yeah, this one. Uh, again, another series. Originally on the PS2. You know, got to uh, the Xbox 360. Uh, Max Payne. Ooh, very well done. Max Payne, not counting the movie <laughs> yeah. with Mark Wahlberg, Please don't. which was horseshit. Why? Why did you even mention it? That was the well. That was the joke I was making earlier, where they were talking about <laughs> where we were talking about video game movies. Where it was just oh. like, yeah, we have the name of it, so we'll just make a random action movie and sure. put the name on there. Yeah, that works. We yeah, had the Max Payne uh, series. Oh man, love all of them. I was honestly, I was a big fan of Max Payne three. Apparently, a lot of people didn't like Max Payne three. Really? It was either that or it just. Like they produced more than they expected to sell, or something. Because I remember like seeing a lot of pictures of like a giant like stack of Max Payne three in like the value cart in Walmart and shit like that. Wow. Where I bought it like the first or second day it came out. Yeah. And the storyline's amazing, by oh, the yeah. way. And I can't think of the guy's name who voices Max. Mm, He's exactly. a really good voice actor. Very much so. And this is Rockstar that we're talking about here too. Yeah. Well, so, for the third one. Yeah, oh, for the remedy movie. for the first two. Yeah, remedy for the first two. And then I th- did Rockstar buy them? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Well, they bought that property from them, I think. Right. Because remedy went on to do Alan Wake next, so. which is also which is something I probably should put on my list. Actually. Yeah. I forgot to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. I'll put it on my next list. Yeah. But uh, we'll yeah. see you in 50 episodes. Yeah, the uh, Max Payne series. That was fucking fantastic. Even though I've technically never beat the first one fairly because I, oh. always, I always put all the fucking cheats in <laughs> yeah. just to get all the weapons and shit dude those like, helicopter fights are so fucking oh, hard shit they're yeah. fucking impossible yeah I love that, that the health system is you're chugging painkillers yeah because he has a and I also love what I love about that too is that when it comes to Max Payne 3 in the storyline he has a addiction to painkillers <laughs> and it's literally because in the first two games your health system is taking painkillers and yeah. I'm like I thought that was so fucking smart oh yeah and, uh, yeah, like, the first two, like, they're just really good games. Oh, yeah. and amazingly cinematic. And, I mean, calling back to Psychonauts a little bit, but I think this was one of the first games that you kind of delve into someone's memories and into their psyche. Yeah, you get on, like, it's the, really some deep shit. Up, there's some, like, well, I mean, there's that, like, mission baby where you... baby crying and you can't ever stop. And you're like, oh, dude, the baby crying. And then, like, you have to, like, whenever he's hallucinating, you got to run through, like, the path of blood to go yeah. find, like, his fucking wife and kid dead. Yeah, just murdered, yeah. It's fucking amazing. And then, like, and then... Uh, not you that they were murdered, but the game itself. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then you don't feel bad about, you know, fucking uh, bullet time dodging through doors to shoot everyone in the fucking head and stuff like that. You're like, fuck yeah, that's why I put these cheat codes in. But yeah, and also I just want to point out, Max Payne 3 has an amazing storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people like that game. I love that game. Also, their multiplayer was pretty good for Max Payne 3. It was a lot of fun. Never tried that. I enjoyed it a lot. I played it for about six months or so. Okay. And then it just kind of like the lobby kept getting smaller and smaller, so I moved on. But it was a lot of fun multiplayer, and the storyline is really fucking well done. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it has one of my favorite lines ever in the uh, mission where you're in the uh, nightclub and the one guy gets kidnapped, like of the family that you're trying to protect and all that. Somebody gets like kidnapped, and you run to the helicopter where you're like your buddy who's looking out for you there is like. What happened? And you tell him, he's like, well, were you drinking? And Max is like, you're goddamn right I was. You try being in there ten minutes sober. <laughs> it's like in the middle of a firefight. He's yeah. like, you're fucking right I was drinking scotch. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. And then in that same mission, I believe, uh, one of the guys is, one of the family members is talking to Max. 
And they're like, I don't know, man. What do I do? Like asking like life questions. He's like, you don't want to take fucking advice from me, amigo. Uh, Look at me. He's like, I'm I'm old. Um, he's like he's like I'm old. I'm broken down. I'm in a country where I can't speak the language. I'm armed and I'm drinking. I'm the last one you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so I just fucking love that. We're just like leaning into the character. So yeah, the Max Payne series. I had to throw that in there just because they're so fucking good nice. and it, they don't get talked about a lot. Yeah. So. And it is hard to pick just one. I can I can give you that one. Some of your other series, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you could probably isolate one game out of it and That's kind of call that out. But this one for sure, yeah, you got to mention all three. Yeah, just all three of them are fantastic. And they're short, too. Like, you can play through them pretty quick. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. Or if you're bored, just, you know, pull up the – I'm sure there's a YouTube video of, like, the whole storylines for all of them. Just oh, yeah. In, enjoy. Especially with Max Payne 3, very cinematic game. Oh, yeah. And there, there's even, like – there's nods to movies in that game where, like, you're in the, the hell in the nightclub fight. He has like a gray suit on, and there's all the dance club lights going off. So it looks like the collateral fight. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Oh, with yeah. Tom Cruise and uh, Jamie Fox. Yep. Looks exactly like that. It's super cinematic. Next on my list, I kept with the fighting game theme. I was never really very good at fighting games, and then uh, my buddy brought one over one night. And we ended up playing it, and I caught onto it real quick, and it instantly became one of my favorite fighting games ever. So, and uh, not quite, Damn. but I it was close. <laughs> it's uh, not traditional at all in that you could actually kill somebody in just one hit. It's called Bushido Blade. Oh, yeah, I do remember that game. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, pl- yeah. I played that uh, a little bit, mm-hmm. mostly samurai based, you know, set in Japan. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, if Bushido, you, if you uh, nick an artery or something like that and just that one swipe you can they'll bleed out and they'll completely die from just one hit mm-hmm. and so it's all about mostly about defense more than anything else and right yeah i just thought that was such a neat concept and a different spin on fighting game genre and something that allowed me to compete with some of my friends who are way too good at those kind of games so yeah no i mean i'm the same way like i said i'm terrible at fighting yeah, games i, I love <clears> being <throat> able to even the playing field a little bit with that one did you ever play uh for honor it's a current uh, gen game. It was one that I was like super obsessed with for a while. Okay, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's you... like yeah, Vikings and it's Viking and knights and, and samurais. Okay, that's like yeah. the, the three factions. You got different characters you can play and stuff like that. And it's kind of a yeah, it's it's basically a fighting game where you're like you have like your stances and stuff to block everything, and you you can do stuff like that where it's like you can basically fuck somebody up about three moves if you can block them well and know exactly what they're gonna do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's a really fun. I'm not sure how well it would hold up. This is a PS1. Right. But I remember. Uh, I, I would bit. like another remake of it or something like that. It's oh, another yeah. one, you know, they could, they could update it for sure. Yeah. I remember playing it a little bit. Okay. I think I like rented it from Blockbuster a couple times or something like that and played it with my little brother or something. Because okay, so yeah, you pretty much have to multiplayer because I don't, I don't even know if. I guess I you could play it. against the computer yeah, maybe, I mean, but I, it wasn't. Yeah, you can do like, it like a story mode or anything. No, there's no yeah. story. Pretty bare bones, but a lot of fun. Yeah, there's basically no fighting games online, but just because I suck at fighting games. Okay. I like them. I like Injustice a lot, and I like Tekken, but I'm just really bad at fighting games. <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, let's see, another one for me, uh, Shadow Hearts. This is a PS2-era game, turn-based JRPG. Pretty sure I have mentioned this before. Kind of gothic. It takes place in Japan, but all of the main characters are like Eastern European. Okay. And stuff like that. Like the the main guy Yuri, he's like Russian, and he has the ability to, um, like, every time you get in a fight, every villain that you fight, you know, because it's a JRPG, so you just get like the random, you know, uh, encounters and things like that. Hmm. Every enemy that you kill, they all have like a, uh, an element to them, 
And the more and more you kill, the more and more the thing builds up. And Yuri has this power to, like, basically transform into different monsters, depending on the element and stuff like that. Like It's, like, his, like, power that he has. And okay. so as you fight more and more villains, or more and more enemies, their element, like, loads up. Like, you get, after every fight, you get the little, like, loading screen of the six elements you have. And when it gets full, you have to go to the graveyard, which is in his mind. You fight whatever boss it is there, and then that... Uh, Trans- that transformation you have powers up okay. and it's like a really gothic kind of dark story it was a lot of fun the second one they did have a sequel I wasn't a fan of the sequel that much but the first one Shadow Hearts I've played through like four or five times fucking fantastic game nice and that's a, that's another one where I would love a remake yeah or at least a just a re-release don't even remake it that's fine I'll get over that but mm-hmm. just let me play it again because it's a lot of fun and it has a fun thing where uh, it is turn based but it has a kind of a similar um, fight sequence to the Legends of Dragoon game. Where okay. You have to like you know you get the uh, addition where you presence, hit the yeah. X. Yeah. yeah, but this one is like a circle, and like there's this little line that goes around the like circle, like a sp- speedometer almost. And you have like the sections you have to hit X in, and all of those sections have like a little really thin red line in it where it's your, your criticals. So you, if you can hit the crits in all of them, you get like fucking super powered. You know double damage shit like that nice so it was, it was kind of fun like it kept you where you were paying attention and shit and like stuff was going on right and stuff like that but yeah great game Shadow Hearts check okay. it out fucking fantastic kind of weird because my next game that I've got on my list is uh Shadow Complex uh, oh I love that game that is an awesome game that's a fantastic game one of my favorite genres is that Metroidvania type style yeah, where exactly. you're going through. We mentioned that before. Yeah, some it, of your other I, games. it was a side scroller too. I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 2D <clears> side scroller. Uh, originally came out on the Xbox Arcade mm-hmm. uh, as a downloadable game. I think it's been ported to the new machines now too. I, I know I had it on my 360 for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a remaster now for Xbox One and PS4. Oh, perfect. Even better. So, yeah. Uh, but man, it's so cool. Yeah. Shit, you might be the only other person besides my little brother who I know has played that game. Oh man, Shadow Complex is a fucking fantastic game. Oh yeah, I love that you game. Get so many of the secret areas later after you get the foam gun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can I get so many cool gun. weapons and stuff. Oh, yeah. That is a fucking great game. Sprinting dude. across a lake trying to outrun the helicopter. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that part. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is such a good fucking game. Mm-hmm. I love Shadow Complex. Yeah, but uh, pretty cool. Like, doesn't have much of a story, but like the. The little bit that they fill you in on kind of neat. It's like yeah, a modern-day like, civil war kind of thing. The government's taking over. Yeah, yeah they're they, trying they, to fight back as a resistance soldiers. They something. sort of like pepper stuff in. Yeah, and build a, a little bit of lore, and then kind of let you fill in the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Which is really smart, by yeah. the way. Oh yeah. And the voice actor is Nolan North. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, for the main character, it's the same guy mm-hmm. who does Nathan Drake and everybody and every other voice protagonist from two thousand four to. 2018. <laughs> he was uh, Deadpool in the Deadpool game too, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He was also his his self in Saints Row Four. Have you ever oh, played really? Saints Row Four? Never played any of those. No. They're pretty fun. It's yeah. uh, the first one's kind of shitty, and the second one is a little bit better. And by the third one, they realized that everyone just thought of them as like a GTA kind of knockoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they became really meta and just started fucking with everybody and like <laughs> making jokes the entire time. Okay. So in Saints Row Four. You're making your character because you become the president of the United States, and then, like, you get invaded by aliens and stuff like that. Sure. And uh, you get to... It's really fun. But you uh, always get to pick, like, your voice for whatever character you have. And if you're making a male character, you have, like, male one, male two, male three, and then Nolan North is literally just one of the options you can choose for your voice. (laughs) 
And if you pick him, you get different dialogue because he's just talking about being Nolan North for half of it. Where he's oh, like, man. why the fuck would I do this game if, I, if I'm just going to lose right here? This is stupid. I need to win. And like stuff like that. It's really fucking funny. Wow. Yeah, Shadow Complex is really fun. Fairly short. Like, you can get through it probably eight oh, hours yeah, or no, so. Yeah, I'd say about eight, nine hours. Mm-hmm. Really quick. But, but, uh, yeah. 2D side-scroller kind of brings you back to the old, uh, like you said, Castlevania, Metroid sort of style gameplay. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun, though. Definitely fucking recommend checking that out if anybody hasn't yet. It's really simple and really fucking well done. It's mm-hmm. super polished. Oh, yeah. Just everything about it is great. There's some stealth elements, too. Like, there's a lot of... Oh, know, yeah. If you're patient enough, you can get out some really good combos and stuff, so... It's a really fun game. It's a great game. I honestly forgot about that game, so you said the name of it, and I was like, I fucking love that game. I played the <laughs> shit out of that. Nice. Yeah, this one will be my 15th. Okay. Year. And uh, it's a... <laughs> it starts with the word dark. <laughs> this is a... It's an Xbox 360 game. Okay. It's a dark sector. Don't know that one. You gonna play that one? It is a third-person action game. Again, a bit of a Castlevania Metroid style. Like, you gotta get up upgrades and stuff to get to where you want to go. Uh, I guess I just kind of like games like that. I guess I like action RPG sort of things. Mm-hmm. The storyline I really liked. It's this thing where you're you start off as like this government agent. You're sneaking into like this Eastern European country, and there is this new virus they've invented called the coronavirus. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, the virus it turns people like skin into metal basically where they like almost become super soldiers Hmm. the problem with the virus is that it's so painful that people go insane when they get it so now they can't be like super soldiers and stuff like that your main character has that uh, I forget what the name of the disorder is where you you can't feel pain oh alright it's like an actual disorder I just can't think of the name of it off the top of my head so he gets infected so he doesn't go insane because he can't feel pain, but he's slowly turning into like metal, up, like up his arm and shit like that. And uh, he gets like a, like a glaive out of his right arm because that's the first thing to get infected. And like as you further progress in the story and level up and stuff like that, like the metal kind of goes further and further up your arm. And you get like this like three three bladed glaive that comes out of that arm, and you can throw it, and it'll come back to you and stuff like that. So you can like take fucking dudes heads off and stuff like that it was really fucking crazy game yeah not a lot of people liked it i mean honestly it's for what it was like when it came out it was was very similar to every other game that was coming out it was just all third person action shooter games Mm -hmm. i just really loved it because i just thought the story was so cool that was just kind of like a different idea i always thought it would have made a really good comic book yeah that sounds like it i'm sure they did probably make a comic out of it honestly but I always liked it. My little brother liked it. Me and him both played it. And again, this is another one of those where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I might be the only person who ever played it. <laughs> but I enjoyed it a lot. It was Dark Sector. I wouldn't say spend money on it. If it's free and you got nothing else to do, try it out. See what you think. Okay. I'm not going to say that you're going to like it, but I think you should give it a shot. All right. And that goes for everybody listening. So my turn again? I believe so, yes. Right. Next. Big fan of this game. Uh, you might not think so. A lot of people kind of dismissed it. I don't think it really sold very well. It's called Viva Pinata for the Xbox 360. I remember it. I never really played it myself. But yeah. I remember it. I thought it sold pretty well. I thought, I thought it made like a, a decent amount of money. Oh, really? Okay. Did they make a sequel? I don't know. It may, may have. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember it. I don't I didn't really play it myself. Okay. But. Yeah, a buddy of mine bought it because his he wanted to play it with his kid. Hmm. And uh, after they got done with it, he ended up selling it to me. And I was like. Yeah, I'll check it out. He's like, oh, it's really cool. You're actually going to like it. And I, I really did. It's 
kind of a zoo simulator type game like you're raising different creatures and mm. breeding them together and trying to make yes. ones that will like cohabitate Breed. and stuff and now you're breeding them together <laughs> <laughs> there's actually like little romance mini games every time you wanted to breed them together you had to like make it through a maze in a certain yeah. amount of time in order to now, if i'm not mistaken um i never really played it but i remember my little brother liked this game yeah so it had a lot of depth to it and uh it was... he he has a kid and i don't so okay. what does that tell you uh Maybe I have a kid. I don't know. What are you trying to say? Apparently they like breeding. I don't believe even pinata. There's a lot of breeding going on. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was one of the first uh, 360 games that I got every achievement for. I ended up maxing it out. It was one of the first 360 games, if I'm not mistaken. It was fairly early early on the launch. Mm -hmm. Right? I think so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I remember, like I said, I never played it. I got it. My little brother wanted it. And it was like, we either bought it on the uh, Xbox Live, or I got it at like a GameStop for like five bucks or something like that, because he wanted to try it out, because one of his friends had it. Mm-hmm. And I bought it for him, and you know, like I, I maybe put five minutes into it, I barely played it at all. But he kind of liked it, actually. And I mean, I have nothing against the game, it just wasn't yeah. really up my alley. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot, I wanted to make sure to list it on here, so... I just remember the artwork being very good for that. Like mm-hmm. the like the visuals of that game are very appealing. Very much so. It really kind of grab your uh, attention and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay, my turn. Let's see what we just do. Dark Sector. So, oh, here's another one. PlayStation Two era game. Okay. It's a JRPG turn based. Shocker. <laughs> uh, Wild Arms Three. Cell shaded. Kind of takes place in like a apocalyptic. Uh, well, not apoco- apocalyptic, but like a dystopian western sort of thing where everybody's using guns. Kind of like a bit of a trigun feel to it. If anyone's ever watched that anime, which they should, because it's like my favorite anime of all time. I love trigun. And uh, yeah, you know, just a turn-based JRPG. Had a fun story. A lot of fun visuals. And if I'm not mistaken, pretty sure I still own this one too on the PlayStation Two. I wow. have it at my house. Okay. And the case and everything. <laughs> nice. But yeah, Wild, Wild Arms 3. Never played the first two. I believe they were on the SNES, I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Or I think the first one was on the SNES. One of them might have PS1. been on PlayStation 1. Yeah. Didn't get to play any of those. It was one that I just kind of like grabbed at like a... I think it was at a blockbuster even at that point. Because it was when I realized that like games had genres as opposed to just being video games. Mm-hmm. And that I liked all the Final Fantasy so much. So I just started grabbing anything that said like, roll, like RPG on it. That was one of them that I grabbed, and I liked it a lot, so I bought it. Played it a lot when I rented it for a week from Blockbuster, and then never got a chance to get it again. And then when I turned, like, 17, I was about, yeah, 16, 17, still have my PS2 and realized that Amazon existed, I searched for Wild Arms on there for the PlayStation 2 and bought a physical copy of it for, like, 20 bucks. Nice. Because, again, one of the 20 people who played the fucking game, so. <laughs> The next one on my list... Definitely had some, a lot of fun memories playing this game back in college. Uh, we actually ended up turning it into a drinking game among my roommates and some friends. It's uh, Hot Shots Golf 4. Hell yes. Oh, man. Fucking great game. Hot Shots is such a great pick up and play game. so much fun. Are, are, are they still about, making them? They, they are, yeah. Okay, good. I was going to mm-hmm. say, because they should be. Yeah. They're a lot of fun to play. Yeah, they're using the, uh, the Japanese title now, Everybody's Golf. They don't, oh, they don't rename it to Hot Shots anymore. That makes more sense, because I remember seeing like some Let's Plays and stuff. Of, I remember playing Everybody's Golf at mm-hmm. one point and being yeah. like, that's not like Hot Shots Golf. Okay, yeah. so that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Now I got you. 
Yeah, it's such a pickup and play. Like you don't have to know anything about oh, golf. You don't have to know anything about video games. You're just hitting one button, basically. There is nothing better than getting like three or four of your friends together, mm-hmm. getting a case of beer, yep. maybe getting like a joint or something together, get a little high, get a little drunk, and then just play fucking hot shots golf together for mm-hmm. four or five hours. Yep. You will not be bored. Oh, no. You will have so much fun. You will laugh the entire time. That's You'll right. fuck with each other constantly. Oh yeah, exactly. It's so good. I love hot shots golf. Yep. And it's a asynchronous play, so you can just have one controller and just pass it around as soon as everybody turns, so not much, you know, equipment required. Oh, it's perfect. But yeah, we turned it into a drinking game. Every time you were, like, plus one or plus two or plus three on a hole, that's how many drinks you had to take. Ooh, nice. Um, if you got, like, a birdie or something like that, you'd give out a drink to somebody Makes else. Makes sense. Okay. So, I got you. Yeah, everybody would, like, I was one of the better ones, actually, in this. So everybody would try to, like, get birdies early on to try to get me drunker because I got terrible when I was drunk. So. Do, do they still have it? Like, I mean, like... There's a current one out right now, right? Yeah, yeah, on PS4. We should do that. Yeah. Me and you and Emma should get together. We should play that together. That'd like, fuck that. Maybe, yeah. maybe Alex would like to come to that, too. Yeah. We'll ask them. See anytime like you hit it, like, in a sand trap or into a high grass in the rough, you had to take a drink. And it's it it's just up. such a fun game, and it's so easy to do. I mean, it's like there's two buttons you have to use anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get, you can teach your grandma how to play Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, exactly. And that was actually one of my favorite characters was the grandma from Hot Shots <laughs> yes, 4. Yes, The fucking grandma's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then if you do happen to have two controllers, the person with the second controller can spam taunts at the other person as they're playing. Oh, that, that was the best thing to do. Yeah. We didn't have two controllers, but the, I have played before where we had the two controllers, and it would just fucking just constantly just, just oh, yeah. hit that button as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. Well, tell you, are about to take your drive? Oh, here you go. <laughs> Don't miss. Don't miss. Don't miss. Like, shit like that. Just fucking with them constantly. Yep. Great game. Great Thanks, choice. Man. Thanks. Great choice. I love that game. Let's see. Uh, Okay, again, another PS2 uh, game. But granted, that was like my... I mean, to to this day, I still think the PlayStation 2 is the greatest gaming console to ever be made. It's way up there for sure. It was backwards compatible. There was a fucking shit ton of great games that came out on it. It looked fucking amazing. It looked so futuristic. It was like you were in the Matrix. I felt like Neo every time I powered that motherfucker up. (laughs) Uh, This one is uh, Gun. Ooh, yeah. Did you play that one? I did. Oh, on a 360, but... Okay. Well, yeah. But I had it on the PS2, but same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gun. It's a Western game. Chris Christopherson and... Uh, oh, fuck. What's his name? He played the Punisher in the Punisher movie, not the Marvel's uh, TV Hunger? show. No, no. The other one. Oh, okay. Uh, Thomas Jane. Yeah, okay. Found it. Yeah, Thomas Jane is the voice actor for the main character, Colton White. Okay. And then his father is voiced by Chris Christopherson. Like, again, fairly well-known actors mm-hmm. voicing characters in a video game. And it's a, it's a Western uh, third-person action game. Really fucking good. Play oh, yeah. through that shit. I played through that game a shit ton of times, dog. There is one thing about Gun that always made me laugh, though. Staking the, your claim for the gold mines? That one was always irritating. <laughs> but uh, what always made me laugh about it was that, like, you know, you got new weapons as you furthered the story and did the different side missions and stuff like that and they were always they always had better stats the top pistol you can have that had the fastest reload speed was two pistols <laughs> that always made me laugh I was like it's way faster to reload 12 cylinders than it is to reload six heck yeah, yeah but I just, that always made me laugh and they also uh this might be just because i'm a fucking nerd but the pistols you use for your last ones that you get like the, the peacemakers the dual peacemakers and gun always kind of reminded me of roland's Revolvers and the Dark, dark Tower. Tower. So, nice. you know, that's just, but then again, I'm a fucking nerd and I'll take anything back to the Dark Tower if I can. <laughs> so, but yeah, gun. It's a fucking nice. great game. Check it out. 
Alright, next on my list is probably, I think, my favorite Nintendo 64 game. I played the shit out of it once. Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> no, that was SNES, man. Uh, Donkey Kong 64. Okay. Sorry. No. It's, uh, Donkey Kong 64 is better than Mario 64. I'm going to throw that out there. Okay. That might be true. I've never played Might it. be an unpopular opinion, but I'm throwing it out there. I don't care. Okay. But yeah, go ahead. This is called uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh, God, those are good games. They so are, man. Like, oh, man, it was so good. They're amazing. I always went for all the, the bonus medals and everything. You had to. Yeah. Why Some else would you not? so difficult, though. Like, it was They're so good. I love Rogue Squadron. I a lot squadron. of time into that game, man. Why do we not have another Rogue Squadron? Like I know. Because I didn't remember, yeah, because there was Rogue Squadron was amazing. Because I, I actually owned that on my N64 as well. Played oh, yeah. the fuck out of that game. Oh, yeah. And then they had one for the GameCube, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, which fuck? Which, Rogue Leader. Which, Rogue Leader. Thank you. Yes. This You should have just thrown out that whole series. Yeah, probably. But yeah, fucking great game. Oh, that yeah. just, it, it felt good. Mm-hmm. Somehow. You unlock the different ships, and you can get into picking your own, and going through all the different missions. Exactly. And... But yeah, there's also, there was somehow, like, between, like, the music, which was somehow fantastic for the N64. Oh, yeah, for the age, yeah. And then, like... Between the voice acting, which is fairly well done in that, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. and just like they could draw you in, they had like yeah. sixty-four fucking bits to use, mm-hmm. and you somehow felt like you were fucking winning the war every fucking time. It oh, felt yeah. good to play that. It was an exceptionally well done game, mm-hmm. and the controls on that were so intuitive. Yeah, and you had like three buttons to use, and Is you had it? a three fucking fingered controller because the N64 controller is probably the worst controller ever fucking made. Yeah, it's arthritis in a... It made no fucking sense. How the fuck are you supposed to hold that? I would just put my dick on the fucking uh, joystick. I don't know what else to do. (laughs) Yeah, so fun though. And uh, your first glimpse at a lot of the different planets and stuff that were in the extended universe. Yeah, that was kind of like the opening of the extended universe sort Mm -hmm. of. It was like between that and uh, Jedi Out... Outcasts yeah. like kind of started opening Finally up a get to little see bit. Some other things besides Tatooine and Hoth all the time. Basically. I mean, obviously yeah. the books had already been out and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, but yeah. that was kind of opening people up to it. Like that's kind of how yeah. I got the into first the... time you actually see it. You know? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, well, that's sort of how I got into the extended universe of Star Wars. Nice. I mean, granted, I was a little bit younger than you at this time. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it was like seeing this and being like, "Oh, I don't fucking remember these from the movies." Because I mean, at this point, I had watched all the Star Wars movies a hundred times and was super excited for Attack of the Clones to come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it's just it, it was kind of opened me up to the extended universe that they eventually killed and are now complaining about being killed but still that's okay I still love Star Wars yeah don't bring that into this this is this is happy memories it really this is ir- Squadron that's what irritates me so much is that I'm always gonna love Star Wars they can yeah. keep fucking it up and I'm still gonna love Star Wars yeah. I'll, just, I'll pull out the shit that I like about it exactly it, it's like I, I, I feel like an abused spouse I'm like no no they actually love me like look at this rogue leader look how good this was it was so good and I'm like Zach, that was the GameCube. That was 2004. You need to move on. I'm like, yeah, but, but, but look. Look at how much fun KOTOR is. It's so mm-hmm. good. Jedi Outcast. It's the fucking best. Yes, Rogue Squadron. And I'm going to step over you a little bit. Throw out Rogue Leader there, too. The entire series of the Rogue Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic. What was that other one they had? It was like Dark Forces or something? Not familiar with that one. It was, it was similar to Rogue Squadron, but you were an Imperial... Uh, pilot. Oh, okay. I forget what it was called. It might have just been on the PC, but I remember there was something like that where you were like on the Imperial side, which I always kind of. I like any time where they're like, yeah, we're going to make you put out, like, we're going to put you on the bad guy's side. What do you think about that shit? 
But yeah, fucking great choice, buddy. That is fantastic. Okay, my turn. So what's my next one? Oh, yeah, this is one. I actually already talked about this a little bit earlier, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Sure. This is one that I think it was on originally the, like, Super Nintendo. It's been in a lot of the GameCube game or the GameCube (laughs) games. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It was on a lot of the Game Boy platforms. And I think it actually had a new game come out for the Switch here recently. It's called The Three Houses. It was the uh, Fire Emblem series. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm a big fan of all of those. Those are really good. Fire Emblem 2 is probably my favorite, but I like them all. They're just really fun, kind of like top-down strategy, turn-based, uh, yeah, like a turn-based strategy game. And it was kind just... of like Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah, yeah, pretty similar to that. You're like top-down, and... Um, you know, uh, again, it has like the the weapons triangle, and it has the thing where like people who are like ranged, like if they're like an archer or something like that, they can attack. Uh, you know, from like two squares away, they can uh, attack. But if someone gets right next to them where they're in melee range, they can't attack at all. And then magic even has its own triangle too, where you have to like you know, it's like dark beats fire, fire beats lightning, lightning beats ice, or something like that. Like that had a triangle, the weapons had a triangle. So there was a lot of like shit you had to think about. It also had, at least for the first couple ones, uh, it had something that like always threw me off, which was uh, if one of your units died in a battle, mm-hmm. they stayed dead. You didn't get them back. Wow. So it there was a lot of times of me restarting missions where because I refused to lose anybody in the first Fire Emblem game or this or the second one I just wouldn't have it, <laughs> and I did beat both of those games without losing any units. Wow! So the worst ones is you, you get guys like the thieves and stuff like that. They have to get close. They have to get close, and they also have no health whatsoever. So you just like you you got to bring them in when somebody's like really close to dying because then once you get them leveled up where they can get because after level ten they uh, upgrade to like a higher stat kind of thing okay. and you get into like where they're uh, assassins and they're like fucking doing like double crit damage whenever you sneak up on somebody and stuff like that. Nice. It's really like if you like D and D and you like counting stats and stuff like that and also like chess, they're a lot of fun to play. Right. They're really good shit. Sweet. Um, next up on my list is another just really fun party game. Get a bunch of friends together and just start fucking bashing your way through it. Uh, nice little 2D fun animation. It's called Castle Crashers. Yes, that is a fun game. Yeah. I think we've actually played that together, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think, yeah. One, that was back in your like, way old uh, mm. apartment when yeah. you were over there by like, Schnooks or whatever. Me yep. and you played Castle Crashers for a while. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Great game. A uh-huh. lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It was another one that came out on the uh, Xbox Live Arcade on the 360, one of the downloadable games, and uh, it's another one. It is updated with a uh, little better graphics, and it's on both systems now, oh, PS4 and Xbox One. Excellent. Yeah, it's just one of those, like, get everybody together. It's just a giant fucking mayhem of mm-hmm. just everybody slamming the X button yep. and trying to get the most points at everybody. Yeah, you're all knights, and you're just trying to defend your castle against invaders and or rescue me, the princess. Or if you're doing the best you can to kill all your friends, because it's fucking hilarious. That, that is fun, too. Because it makes me giggle. <laughs> it makes me giggle, because I'm an asshole. Yeah. But it's fun. It's got a lot of unlockable characters. You can get different characters from some of their other games. It was made by a company called The Behemoth. Yes, and, and uh, they've made quite a few pretty decent games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alien Hominid and Battle oh. Block Theater. Forgot about Alien Hominid. What uh, a great game that was. Pit People, too. yep. And then, uh, actually, tomorrow, on the 31st, they're going to announce their uh, fifth game. Mm. So it'll be neat to see what they come out with next. Well, too bad. I got rough and routed to watch. Okay. Sorry. All right. 
I don't know. I'll throw it back into your court. <laughs> you can't really say too much about it. Like you said, it's kind of a mindless yeah, button no, it's masher, just, it's but a mindless it's button so fun. Although the artwork is fucking beautiful for it. It really is. It's, it's a got a nice sense of humor, a lot of little funny little Yeah, bits. It's, it's real fun. It's, it's definitely a game that just was built to have fun with. Like, they, yeah. they're, they're not trying to, like... Yeah, you there's know. one level where you get halfway through it, and then you end up finishing the level on the back of a deer that's shitting itself. That's right. I so. forgot about that. <laughs> that you have true. to jump over obstacles as you're going through. Oh, fuck, that is funny. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. What's the next one here? Oh, yeah. Had, had to throw this out again. Another series, PS2 era, Jack and Daxter. Ooh, all right. It's my shit. I love Ratchet and Clank. That is also good, but mm-hmm. I am a bigger fan of Jack and Daxter than I am of Ratchet and Clank. So. Okay. And uh, they also, their their games had a real kind of evolution to them. The first one was like the typical kind of Crash Bandicoot. I'm going to say, yeah, that's the only one I played. Spyro so. the Dragon kind of thing. The second one almost had like a Grand Theft Auto feel to it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It gets a little dark and shit. It gets a little weird. And then the third one I liked a lot too as well. And then it turned into like Jack X Combat Racing, I think is the fourth one, which was was okay. But And I'm also one of those guys who gets into the story of shit that I probably shouldn't get into the story <laughs> of, but I just enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was fun. But yeah, the Jack and Daxter series. I was just a huge fan of those, and I've always uh, thought they were good good games. Nice. So. Right. Since we're doing the series thing, I'm going to go ahead and amend my next one into the series of this, because it was really hard to pick just one. I had, God, I think all of the ones that came out on PS2, and it's a series called SingStar. Are you familiar oh, with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. A little karaoke game. Yeah. SingStar, You Are the Star Now, or something like that. Like, yeah. They had, like, a little, like, under... So it's a, it had a little adapter. It plugs into the... A USB slot, and you get a, a red mic and a blue mic, and uh, you go through, and I think each game had about thirty songs. Yeah. And then you could actually end up switching games. They had a button that you could press, and then you can pop that disc out, put the new disc in, and you got thirty new games. That's to right. Through. They yeah, they did do so that. So they did yeah, full expansion on that. So there was like the first one, you got a lot of like different pop songs and a few rock songs and a couple country, and then they specialized after that. There's one that was like nothing but '80s hits and stuff. Yeah. And then, it plays the music video for each song as yes. you're singing through it. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the ones that really was a big uh, drinking party game. And oh, of course. All the girls would love it and get drunk, too, so that was a lot of fun. And, you know. Oh, that is the best way to get white women to drink. Oh, yeah. To start playing karaoke. Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. start getting competitive with each other and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. really fun to yeah. see them argue, argue back and forth. Yeah. yeah, they start arguing. They start, like, making out. That one had a fun little uh, twist to it, too, where you, mm. you put names in for each person. That's like, this is the people on the red team. These are the people on the blue team. Oh, yeah, and it would just, like, randomly And it would randomly pull. match yeah, up, that's, like, that's you right. versus you. Yeah. And you go through. And then they also had, like, medleys and stuff where you'd only sing, like, 30 seconds of a song and then it would switch to another song for 30 mm. seconds and then to another song for 30 seconds. So you'd go through, like, four different songs in two minutes and you had to switch your style up and see if you could beat the other person right the points, so. no those are really good games mm-hmm. are Beautiful. they still making those or are they kind of i'm not sure i i know it carried on to the ps3 and it had like downloadable content instead mm-hmm. of you know buying a disc for each expansion right because you would think that's like perfect for nowadays where oh, everybody yeah. just wants to get like dlc and mm-hmm. get people spend some more money like you sure. do something like that kind of how like what rock band did mm-hmm. with the whole thing which is like hey you just buy more songs yeah the only downside with that system, I don't know very many songs that do music videos anymore. But True, that is that might have kind of killed it a bit. But you know. could always throw something in the background. Just fucking animate something. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just fucking turn into like the LimeWire screensaver that would play when you listen to music <laughs> on your computer. Yeah, just the rotating lights and stuff. <laughs> or, on, or on the Xbox, even they used mm-hmm. to do that. You remember that? You play music on your Xbox and you just had like the random fucking lights that would flash yeah. on the screen. <laughs> Yeah, it was a fun series. A lot of good parties for that. Fuck yeah, it's burned for that. 
Okay, my turn. So again, another series, just because I don't want to pick them. I will admit that I started this series at four. Okay. I think they're up to eight now at this point. Oh. But it's the uh, Ace Combat series. Oh, and again, okay. this is one that I've talked about on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, the only time uh, I've heard about it was you got excited for seven or eight, whatever the latest one was. Yeah. Uh, it was eight and you got seven with it. That's why you were excited. Yes. Yeah. No, it was eight and I got five with it. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, just, you know, I always liked them. I like, uh, I always wanted to be a fighter pilot just because I thought that was cool. And I'm also a big fan of the movie Top Gun. <laughs> and uh, I think they're really fun games. They're well done. And they do this cool thing of like, they tell you a story that your character is not involved in at the mm-hmm. same time, where it's like telling you a story of war. And then you're just doing the missions of the war. And then somebody else is telling you what's going on in the real world and shit like that. I always thought that was really smart and cinematic. Nice. And then on other times, they get a little uh, anime-y, and I enjoy that as well, because I like anime. Awesome. So yeah, the uh, Ace Combat series, I'm a big fan of them. I started out with uh, Ace Combat 4. That was my favorite. Like, had that on my PS2, played through that. Fuck, I can't even tell you how many times I played through that shit. But uh, I have not beat the newest one yet. I need to. I'll probably re-download that soon. But uh, yeah, they're just a lot of fun games, especially if you like the kind of like... Sort of arcade style uh, fighter pilot simulator sort of things. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, my next few, I I switched to some PC games. Started reminiscing on some of those. I don't know anything about PC uh, games. I played uh, Diablo two. Okay. When I was younger, that's nice. about as far as I got for the PC gaming. Well, this one goes a little far back, but not too far. Like late nineties, probably ninety eight, ninety nine. Uh, it's a little Shattered Skies. I'm sorry. That's uh, oh, that okay. was the Ace Combat Four. That was the name of Ace Combat Four. Oh, Sh- Shattered okay. Skies. Okay. I thought you were trying to guess the PC game. I was like, no, you're way off. Because uh, it's called Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm. Nice little simulation game with a theme park, and you get to oh, everybody loves that game. Build your own rides and manage everything. You can really micromanage the shit out of that too. Oh, yeah, it gets no, you real can do deep. Some serious shit with that. Yeah. I remember playing that with like my friends' houses mm-hmm. when I was in like middle school and shit because they all had PCs and I never did. Yeah. Because I preferred my, my PlayStation. But uh, yeah, I remember playing like Roller Coaster Tycoon with them and we would just mm-hmm. try to make like the craziest shit that we could. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, simple to pick up, but like I said, you can get really deep into it and get into some real mastery of it. But uh, it's a lot of fun just making your own park and trying to see if it'll succeed over the years. Oh, we always just try to kill as many people as possible. I mean, you could do that too, yeah. But, I mean, we were like seventh graders, so. Yeah. We were basically psychopaths. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's one. Uh, again, PlayStation 2 era. Also, going to be shocked if anyone else has ever heard of this game, but I always liked it. It was uh, Alter Echo. It was a third-person action game. Again, sort of, a, not exactly a Castlevania kind of style thing, but close to it. Okay. It was a style. Uh, there was the Echoplast. was the thing there. You uh, were... A certain kind of telekinetic that there was, uh, the, I think it was called the Alderplast. There's like this form of matter that certain tele or uh, telekinetics could manipulate with their minds and stuff like that, and like you know build buildings and bridges and stuff like that. Okay. And so you're the main character. You're uh, the new guy on the team of four or five of them. And you're going out to meet this guy who's also on the team, who's like an exceptionally good, uh, uh, you know, multi-plast, telekinetic, whatever you want to fucking, I forget what they called them. It's been a while since I played this game, it's a fun game. And he's gone evil, he's invented a new form of multi-plast called the Echoplast, which uh, has its own 
intelligence, and it saves you from the plane crash, and it uh, you become part of it, and it, it you get like different forms from it. Like it'll give you different forms to like fix and combat and stuff like that. So you have a thing where your normal one is your just the norm the normal guy. You, you got your sword. Then there's like the heavy gunner form where you've like this big tank. Basically, giant guy. You look like Reinhardt from Overwatch, but you have a giant gun and you're just shooting everybody. And then you could be like a stealthy, like you're almost like a fucking gecko kind of thing with a prehensile tail, and you're super stealthy and shit like that. You can climb walls and stuff. And it was just, I always liked it when I was younger. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. They have fun visuals. I'm sure it holds up like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, again, I've never heard anyone talk about this game, so. I'm sure I'm one of the four people who fucking bought it. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I thought the storyline was amazing. And the visuals were cool, at least for the time. I'm okay. sure they look like fucking dick now. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it. again, this probably comes back to like what I feel now, where it's like, at least it was something fucking different. Somebody tried like a different storyline. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I don't know, I, th- I thought it was cool. So okay. I enjoyed it a lot. Nice. Even though there are some kind of creepy parts about it, but it's okay. Because the uh, Echo Plus who you work with, Nevin, was created by the bad guy, and he calls him father, and so he gets, there, there's some weird, like, father issues going on, and, like, kind of BDS&M shit, but not intentional, but now you watch it, and if you're a pervert, you're like, mm, that's what, did, did, did he just call him daddy? Yeah, like, that's a red flag. Yeah. Where's, where's my safe word? <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with the PC, this is one of the first games that I actually downloaded over this thing called the internet back in 1998 that I just got. It's a hentai game. <laughs> no, it's a it's a puzzle game. I had to throw a puzzler on here. Yeah. It's called Snood. Oh. Have you ever heard of Snood? No. Okay. So no, but I've had sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> I had not at the time. Still, so uh, it's a basically kind of like a busted move kind of game where you're shooting uh, blocks up into the top of the grid basically. Oh, okay. like a uh, bubble buster or whatever the fuck. yeah okay mm-hmm. yep exactly gotcha. yeah just a match matching kind of game uh, there'll be like you know groups little clusters of them and if you match that color then they would all disappear yeah anything anchored or below it will just disappear also in like a combo move and uh, they had different shapes and they were all just different faces it eventually came out on the game boy advance i think also there was like a travel version of it but excellent i first played it on the pc i was pretty addicted to it i played it quite a bit probably over uh, studying for some of my high school tests. But. <laughs> We're going to have to really rack our brains for one episode, by the way. I just think about this. Oh, yeah? Just try to find, like, our ten favorite Flash games that we ever Ooh, played. okay. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you did the same thing I did, where you just mm-hmm. pulled a shit ton of Flash games together and stuff like yeah. that. We should try to do that at some point. That'd be fun, yeah. Sorry, that was totally off topic, but I was no, just thinking fine. about that. Yeah, I'll toss it back over to you. There's not much to say about Snood, but I wanted to bring it up. I'm a Snood dude. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. I believe this was a 360 game, if I'm not mistaken. It oh, was yeah. uh, Dark Messiah, Heroes of uh, Might and Magic. The uh, first-person action RPG, similar to, like, uh, Elder Scrolls kind of game. Okay. It was a lot of fun. You could do, you could be, like, a total magic guy. You could... It was actually, it's kind of where, like, Skyrim sort of got their idea from. Not Elder Scrolls, but Skyrim feels very similar to Dark Messiah in that, like, they had a lot of openings for, like, what you could do. Okay. And then you get, like, the fun little uh, storyline of you have, like, a demon 
woman who's your like servant for a little bit and stuff and then you can either in the end you make the ultimate decision where do you want to fuck this demon succubus or do you want to fuck this uh, blonde pretty like Christian girl Hmm. and then you know I mean if you're a fucking nerd I guess you go with that but a real man you take that succubus and you teach her who the fuck is in charge okay so but yeah no, it was just it was a fun game I, I i played it a lot it also had a fun thing with the uh melee combat where you could kick okay and so you just like if you're fighting somebody in melee combat you get them like towards the top of the stairs or something you just kick them down the stairs and fucking laugh hysterically because they would just <laughs> ragdoll like a motherfucker and it was just fun to watch nice but it's a really fun game all right next up on my pc journey is a. Uh kind of a unique game i hadn't really played anything too much like it and uh, really enjoyed it and it's another easy pickup game and it's called plants versus zombies oh yeah and it's been ported to a lot of different things since then yeah it's one of the pop gap guys or mm-hmm. whatever yep and uh the same I, people who made bejeweled so yeah. there you go and peggle and peggle yeah which is also a fun game it really is but yeah this one just had me addicted for a long time just trying to figure out different combos to try to take out the zombies even faster and a little bit of humor to it too and and no, they they're having some fun mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, yeah, simple to pick up. Like I installed it on my parents' computer. My dad loves this game. He plays it all the oh, time. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. I just wanted to give a little shout out to it. I remember the only game I ever installed on the family computer when I was still living at home that my dad enjoyed was Elf Bowling. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember Elf Bowling? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad liked that game. Okay. It's about the only one I ever installed that he en- enjoyed at all. So, probably another reason where I'm more of a console guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, where are we at now? Oh, yeah. Here's here's another one. Kind of throwing back to the... Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What were we talking about earlier? With the uh, Valkyrie and all that, and the Barbarian. Oh, Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah Gauntlet. Kind of throwing back to Gauntlet, but uh, Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. Gotta love Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. I remember having... I forget which one I had on the PS2, but played the shit... Oh, you're talking game. about like the action RPG then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the action R- RPG Baldur's Gate. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever play those? Oh yeah, for sure. They were fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I had to throw Baldur's Gate out there just oh, because, yeah. like, I, the action R- RPG again, another top-down dungeon mm-hmm. crawler kind of oh, game, yeah. which I, I love. Fully based on the D and D rules of the time. I yeah, think that was one, third edition, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah like 100 percent follows it, and I'm just I'm always been a big fan of top-down dungeon crawlers, and. uh yeah, just, it was a really fun game. I remember playing it with my buddies and got a lot of laughs out of it. And it was also just really fun to play. Like, you could just, you, you could get lost in that game. Like, oh, yeah. you would, you will lose hours. You'll start playing. You'll be like, oh, I guess I should go take a pee or something. It's been about 45 minutes. And you look at your phone and it's six hours later. And you're like, <laughs> fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking great. Great games, though. And this, again, that's kind of a series. I'm kind of throwing all of them out there. Mm, sort of, yeah. This is like Baldur's Gate and there's Baldur's Gate 2. Oh, fuck, what was the... There's a tagline for yeah, that one. Dark Alliance? Yes, I think so. And there was a Baldur's Gate 3 that was pretty good, too. So. Okay. Uh, next on my list is another PC game, a little more recent, but so much fun. It's uh, <laughs> not exactly anything you would find in a typical video game because it's the typing of the dead overkill. Oh, yeah. So it takes like House, House of the yeah, Dead. It's House of the Dead, but you got to type it out. But yeah. you're typing out oh, instead yeah, no, of shooting I've, bullets. I've actually played that. That's a fun game. Yeah, it really is. Like I'm a, I'm a big uh, typing nerd. I, I, I type pretty fast, and it makes it a lot of fun just trying to figure out if you can get through a game quick enough and Mine's not get the A rating for each I used one. to be pretty good at it. Yeah. I remember playing Typing of the Dead because there was a version of it on uh, Newgrounds when I was younger. Oh, okay, nice. 
That was just look like a Flash player. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Then, then, uh, House of the Dead Overkill that it's based on this is the one that went like full Grindhouse style. Mm-hmm. And it's all based off of old Grindhouse movies oh, and stuff yeah. like that. So, I love all the House of the Dead movies. Mm-hmm. I love all this. I love Time Time Crisis, too. Oh, I was yeah. I was actually going to put that on my list for a little bit there. Yeah. Throw Time Crisis on there, even nice. though, like, I never had it as a console game. Mm-hmm. I just played it in arcades yeah which is crazy they're still making those too i saw fuck it i was playing time time rises five sunday by myself i was having a good time (laughs) yeah type yeah typing of the dead fucking or it's that's great shit Mm -hmm. actually the reason the real reason i was gonna throw time crisis on my list is because uh me and my little brother uh way back when this is like a couple years after my parents got divorced so i was like maybe 13 and he's maybe eight or nine Okay. So we were both pretty young. We were at Dave and Buster's because we used to go there like once a month or so with my dad because my parents were divorced, so my dad had more money now <laughs> because the mother was gone. So he was just kind of like, fuck it, I'll just spend all my money on my kids. And we we go to Dave and Buster's like once a month or so. Mm. Me and my little brother beat Time Crisis too. Holy shit. Yeah, 100% beat it. And that was a uh, that was a fun time. Yeah, my dad was throwing extra money in there to make sure we could beat it because we realized we were getting close to the end. So my mm. dad was like swiping the cards, and he was like, "You fucking boys, keep going. Let's fucking do this shit." And me and me and Nathan were just playing Time Crisis too. Beat, literally beat the game. Like got to the credits. Wow. And we were just like fuck yes. Yeah, That's I've never like, seen that on any of those. We were just like, let's go home. Fucking <laughs> won this shit. Yeah, probably was probably sore then too. Like it takes a lot to actually hold up that gun and aim and everything. Yeah, yeah, we were just fucking nailing headshots and throwing grenades everywhere, <laughs> getting off off and on that fucking uh, pedal just in case. So yeah, I almost threw Time Crisis on my uh, uh, list, but I didn't yet because I wanted to get further into it. Uh, this one, fairly new game. I at least think most people would know about it, but I just love it so much that I had to throw it out there. And again, kind of a series because they got a sequel. Dishonored. Ooh, yeah. They're so good, man. That is a very fun game. They are so fucking good and so like the rat powers, man. Exactly. <laughs> OP. And they're also like, it's again. It has kind of that feeling of like the two human, where it's like past and future mixed together. Like the lore building yeah, yeah. of the game, the mm-hmm. storytelling of it. You're in medieval times, but it's not. Yeah. And the freedom that that game gives you, where it's oh, just yeah. like, here's kind of what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go get it done. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do. You'll figure your way into that castle. Yeah. You're so fucking good. But oh, yeah, yeah, I just had to throw that out because I love the Dishonored game so much. Nice. So. Yeah, I haven't played any of the sequel, but I've played the first one quite a bit. I really liked it a lot. I should probably beat both of those here soon. What I really need to do is I gotta go through all the uh, Bioshocks here soon so Emma can see those. Yeah. Because she's never seen them. Oh. And those are that's another one I was gonna throw on my list, but I didn't want mm-hmm. to because I wanted more time to talk about them. Okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. And it'll make sense too, because then I'll, I'll be able to play through them. Could, did you see that's the PS Plus game next year, next month? Which one? For February, the collection, the remaster of oh, all three. Oh, I on that. Okay. Well, I got excited. So. The last four months now, mm-hmm. I have owned at least one of the games on the fucking <laughs> PS Plus <laughs> free nice. games. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I that's again, that's another lore dump that I would love to go through. Yeah. Just do all the Bioshock games nice. because. They are fucking amazing. Right. Although, Give me time to play through them first. Oh, so. for sure. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. The first one is good. It's, well, the first one's amazing. The second one I actually like a lot, but some other people didn't. The third one, Bioshock Infinite, mm-hmm. one of the greatest endings to a video game I've ever seen in my life. Wow. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. 
I remember I was literally, and I'm not just being Chris Traeger here. I'm being honest here when I say the word literally. Is honest to God, literally, like awestruck, like mouth agape, did not see the ending coming whatsoever. Really? Just like what the fuck? Holy <laughs> shit! Totally blown away by it. That's all I'm gonna. You're say. usually pretty good at reading things like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Did not see that one coming at all. Cool. It's amazing. That's why I need to go all through all three of them so Emma can watch me play it so she can learn the fucking storylines because I think she's gonna shit her fucking pants. Okay. Well, the last one I had on my list, one of the most current ones, it's keep pumping out DLC every two or three months. And Overwatch? Uh, no. <laughs> Not quite into that. The Hero Shooter thing. No, it's uh, one you probably wouldn't guess, but I'm a, I'm a big fan stretching back to my childhood, back in the old arcades, and this is a good faithful representation. It's called Pinball FX3. Okay, right on. I'm a huge pinball fan. Really love it. I, I play and, a lot uh, of pinball on uh, Windows XP. Okay. Does that mean anything? Yeah, this is kind of that same system. It's a <laughs> digital pinball game. Right. Uh, and uh, lately, it's been really cool because they actually got a lot of the licenses from Bally and Midway. Oh, so okay. the real yeah. pinball games that were in arcades back in like the 70s and 80s, they're doing factual, like one-to-one representations of the tables and fully recreating it in a no digital shit. realm. That's yeah. actually pretty dope. It's okay. so cool. You get like three of them for like six bucks on the DLC packs and it's so cool like, I, I was to, gonna talk talk shit but oh, now I'm actually kinda like oh that's yeah. kinda cool yeah they just released one of my favorite ones I used to play uh, at the, one of the local bars in Carrollton called uh, Medieval Madness and man it's so good like it really is just a one for one it, it feels like you're just standing in front of the actual machine yeah it's so cool nice that's another thing that I was never very good at is pinball really? yeah kinda yeah. suck at pinball hmm. you'll have to teach me how to be good at it I don't yeah, know for sure there's, maybe there's, I'll there's, there's, there's tips and tricks to it for sure. Maybe I'll throw that in my uh, dream basement as well. I'll put like a pinball machine down there. Yeah. Is it true that if you hump it while you're hitting the bumpers, it helps to win? It does, yeah. That's what I've heard. You gotta have a good thrust. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta really like fucking power fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let it know who's boss. Yeah. Is it also true you get bonus points if you spit on it? Or is that just me? No, I think that's you. Okay. That's fair. What's a pinball machine safe word, by the way? I was trying to think of something. Uh, tilt. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's a pretty good 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 joke. Thank if you. you thank if you, you could have come up with that immediately, yeah, that would have been fantastic. I know. Like, I was trying to think of something funny. Tilt. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to like say you couldn't think of something funny, and then you thought of something funny. You're just yeah. like tilt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit it. I'll make myself look good here. Good. Yeah. I hope so. Here, let let me give you a fake laugh for a okay. bit. If you're gonna do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Okay. And we're all set. What do you got? Wrap us out here. Well, the last one I threw on here, uh, and I had to do this for a lot of reasons, mostly for memory, nostalgia, and the fact that this is the most fun I've had playing co-op, Army of Two. And again, really? another, uh, another series. Okay. Me and my little brother... Would not have guessed this. Me and my little brother played through all three of those games together, fuck, I don't know, four or five times each. Wow. Just... And I mean, they're not even honest. And, you know, I'm speaking objectively here. Are mm-hmm. they great games? Hmm. I mean, they're pretty like middle of the road. There's nothing yeah. wrong with them. They're not okay. doing anything special. I thought the storylines were kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I thought the idea of the whole like you know two different guys total fucking uh, co-op thing was cool. But it was more the thing that like me and my little brother. He was the first one that I played co-op with. Like this is before I even had like Xbox Live and stuff like that. Right. Me and him played Army of Two, all three of them, because there's three of them, 
I mean, we played each of them at least two or three times a piece. And it was just like we always had fun playing it, would joke around, just have a good time. Loved them, had a lot of fun with them. Always had, we'd always play the same characters. He was the big, like, uh, fucking tank guy. And I was the other guy who was like a sniper and shit like that. And we would just, we always played the same characters in all three of them. And we just have a lot of fun with it and just fuck around. And I mean, like I said, beat all, th- all three of them two or three times a piece. Nice. It was just a, a lot of memories playing those games. We had a lot of fun doing that. So cool. I had to throw that out there on my list. All right, man. That, that being said, I think they're fairly good games. Yeah. I mean, I'm, they're not going to blow your fucking mind off or anything like that. But mm. if, if you get a close buddy and you can play some fun split screen together, mm-hmm. I think it's worth it. Okay. Well, I had a few topics, but I'll definitely save that for next time. This has been long enough for the, yeah, no, the rambles we, here. But. Yeah, we, we had a pretty good uh, nostalgia mm-hmm. cast here. Yeah. If you're not into video games, you probably didn't like it much. But, uh, hey. Yeah, sorry. We guys. had fun. So that's what matters. I, uh, I assume we don't have any questions, do we? Nope. Nope. No questions. All right. So I guess we'll go ahead and uh, yeah. round this up. I think this was a fun episode, though. This I, is kind I of had fun a lot of fun. Get, like, super yeah. nostalgic with it. We, we might have to do this more often. I was going to say that, too. Yeah, we got to throw this in, like, every five or six episodes or something. I think maybe, maybe, like, once a month or so. Yeah. We'll just do, like, a nostalgic cast. We'll, we'll pick a topic, movies, yeah. TV shows, games, whatever the fuck we want to go with. Mm-hmm. Just pick like five or ten things we just want to get nostalgic about and talk about. Sweet. Yeah. I think that'd be a fun idea. You guys let us know if you like that. Yeah. And if you want to let us know if you like it. Uh-huh. How do they do that, Zach? Oh, gee, let me think. Uh, carrier pigeon, mm-hmm. uh, smoke signals, okay. uh, telepathic, mm-hmm. binaural beat, mm-hmm. uh, teleportation. Okay. Or, you know, if you don't want to waste as much time, you can always just follow the podcast on Twitter. Uh-huh. Which is a website on the interwebs. You can follow us at the A2Z show. That's the number two, of course. Uh, you can also, if you don't mind, follow both of us as well. Andrew is at Big Guy ACV. That's me. On Twitter, he uh, he's a very sweet man. Mo- mostly just like retweets uh, people just trying to make their way in life and just always supporting people. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow me on Twitter. That's at Melch Knows Best. M E L C H Knows Best. I actually get kind of like, I'll ghost on Twitter every now and then. Honestly. Because, yeah. I mean, just to be fair, I, I, I will do that where I just kind of don't tweet for a while. Mm-hmm. That's usually because my uh, depression's kicking in and I don't feel like talking to anybody. That's fair. No big deal. Okay. But other than that, I'm either retweeting shit from podcasts that I like. Or I'm doing my best to write jokes. That's about it. All right. Or I'm talking shit on football and hockey. One of those two. So, yeah, feel free to follow all three of us. And then also, I mean, I keep throwing these out. I know it doesn't matter, but I'm going to keep throwing it out anyway. We have an email. If you have other questions, concerns, reviews, topics, anything like that, and you don't want to be associated with us on Twitter, or if you're an advertiser or something like that and you want to, have us uh, push whatever fucking bullshit brand that you got. Maybe I'll do it if you pay enough money. Email the podcast, a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. That way you don't get limited by the, was it 240 characters now, I think, on I believe Twitter? so, yeah. Also, no one knows that you're talking to us. So that's usually helpful as well. All right. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to hijack the outro real quick. Of course. Uh, I do have to recommend... Uh, 
if you enjoy following me and enjoy any of my movie takes at all, I have recently resurrected an old podcast with my buddy S. Bob. Oh, I saw that recently. Yeah, yeah I forgot so, to mention that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, on I me. I'm to, sorry. That's all right. I wanted. To, he's mentioned A to Z a couple times on that one. So thank you, S. Bob. Um, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, and uh, it's it's called Ten Minute Cinema. We take a movie and we watch ten minute chunks at a time, and then just kind of talk about, make jokes about what we saw, and uh, yeah, slowly work our way through different movies. This started like four years ago. We started with Gremlins. Excellent. We made it through that one. And then one we of my favorite a, Christmas movies of all time. Yeah. And then we kept the Christmas theme going and did It's a Wonderful Life, which was actually the first time I had seen It's a Wonderful Life. It and sucks. it's not the best way to see it when watching it 10 minutes at a time. It sucks anyway. Okay. Matter. That's kind of what I figured, but S. Bob kind of blames it on the fact that we only watched 10 What's minutes. What's the at next time. Christmas movie? Is it Die Hard? Because that's uh, the best Christmas movie of all it time. It might have to be. I don't know. That Die, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I will have the, I, I will fucking die on this hill. <laughs> I don't care. And then we did one episode, the first ten minutes of Predator, and then just kind of fell apart and it just dissolved into nothingness. <laughs> and now, uh, almost exactly three years later, we picked back up and we started right where we left off with uh, up minutes ten through twenty of Predator. Excellent. And uh, yeah, there's a few more episodes out after that now. And overall, we just recorded a few more last night, so we're up to about an hour into the movie now. Do you have a uh, handle for that on Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah, it's it at <coughs> 10 Min Sin. So T-E-N-M-I-N-C-I-N for 10 Minute Cinema. Perfect. Go Make sure to go out there and follow that. And uh, follow S-Bob as well. Yeah, he's uh, a at USA Kid 6977. I think so. Yes, I think that's right. All right. Also, if you guys need a guest star on uh, 10 Minute Sin, yeah. let me know. All right. Sweet. Because I'll, I'll jump in there on that motherfucker. Nice. Also, let me just give a big shout out to S. Bob because I haven't seen him in a while. All right. I fucking love that guy. So, keep keep it tight, Hoss. Way to be. <laughs> he does listen a lot. He likes it. So. Oh really? Yeah. At least somebody likes this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's gave his question before too. You know. So. Nah, S. Bob's a, a good dude. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and kick us on out of here now. Yeah, we we might as well. We're we're gonna go have a pretty heavy fucking weekend. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this isn't our last podcast of all time, and I'm still alive in a couple weeks here. We'll but, see. Uh, we'll see. I hope you guys have a uh, great week. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you're all fucking wonderful people. Do your best to uh, make sure to go outside and let everyone that you love know that you love them. That's all I'm going to say for any kind of uh, outro sort of yeah message. I guess that's the best thing I could say is that anyone you love, do your best to make sure that they know that you love them. That's all I can tell you, because life's short, man. So do your, just try to fill it with as much fun shit as you can. That's all I'm going to tell you. Other than that, you guys are the greatest fans in podcast history. We love you very much. And don't ever forget that anal doesn't count. Love you.